0: best podcast in the entire universe is online <laughs> listened to by
1: three people I feel
0: like at least you know in theory we have 34 listeners in theory theory <laughs> <laughs> it's for sure not right hmm. but yeah we we um, I mean I guess we're live uh, but <laughs> like always who knows yeah new talk radio milestone is that too dramatic achievement Trophy. Trophy. <laughs> it's definitely a bronze trophy. It's though. a bronze. <laughs> it's for sure a bronze. Silver, gold. <laughs> New <laughs> Talk Radio bronze trophy. Uh, this week we passed a thousand downloads. Hey. So hey, there's that. Podbean congratulated us for passing fifty episodes. We don't have fifty numbered ones, but including like the fireside chats. Mm. And while that's cool, it didn't. I don't. I, it didn't really register as much as the when I was I saw a thousand downloads. I was like, that's good. That's yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that show was amazing.
0: Yeah, it was fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I didn't remember, my I know my brother loves the Seinfeld talk. What I didn't remember about Seinfeld was that oh, that's actually some of the episodes are duds. Not like horrible, but like just not that funny. From my original brain, of I just watching. rewatched them all. Yeah. Yeah. I really felt like a few were uh, not so great.
1: I feel like there's definitely ones that are like way 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 strong but I don't feel yeah. like any of them were actually bad
0: um, I think the subway one I was like that, that was, was one of my just favorites okay. really the, where Elaine <laughs> gets stuck so on the bad. subway yeah, yeah with yeah. the gift and she's Dude, going to the lesbian wedding that was amazing ah, I really didn't like it that much oh my god yeah. that one oh, killed me that's funny me.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. well
0: hey I mean listen maybe it's just subjective then mm. Yeah. oh that one killed me I thought there was a, I noticed that that one wasn't written by uh, Larry David, and I was like, oh, maybe I just don't like ones not written by Larry David, because in my head that would sort of make sense, Yeah. but I, I, I there definitely were other ones that realize, also weren't written by Larry David oh, that were actually yeah. quite good.
1: So, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I didn't realize how many he's in. Um,
0: I don't think I know either. Oh, I, he, I didn't watch that many. Like, he's in a lot. Um, I started re-watching with my, my, my girlfriend, and we only got through like uh, one and a half, two seasons or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, he's George's boss when he works for um, the Yankees. Hmm. Um, he's also what? George's dad's. lawyer. Oh, he
0: works for the Yankees. I didn't get that far yet.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's uh, he's a, yeah he's in it all kinds. Like, oh, that's crazy. Uh, he, yeah, he plays George's dad's lawyer with a cape. Hmm. Uh, a couple episodes. Did he's, you say uh, with a cape? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: can't remember that. Um, he plays uh, just
1: some random guy on the street. He plays like a t- uh, cashier. He plays a uh, fucking. He's all over it. But the thing is, I didn't know what he looked like, right? All oh, this time. So like, yeah. when I was watching it, I had no idea. And then, like because of Curb, I'm like, oh my god, like that's definitely. Yeah. He's the voice of him, but it, yeah. it's the back of his head too. You could tell, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, um, yeah. No. So you don't see his face. Interesting.
1: Not as George's boss. You see it in tons of other roles okay. that he plays. Like, he's on TV in one episode. You that know, like, sounds
0: familiar. The, that was like, it's a special thing of George's. Did they get that from, like, the the, the evil villain in Inspector Gadget? I don't know. You remember the evil villain and Inspector Gadget? Really, Mr. No. Claw? Not really. It was no. always a chair with a claw, and it would never, you'd never see the guy.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do yeah. remember
0: that. Guy. I wonder if it's like, uh, you know.
1: Well, yeah, it's not just, um, it, they do it more than once. Um... It's like so at one point um, George uh, is pretending to be a tourist um, okay uh, in New York (laughs) yeah because a girl that works for a tour agency or something Uh, yeah (laughs) so he pretends to move to New York and get a job and everything like that and but he's told her that he worked for like some chicken place in like I don't know Arkansas or something (laughs) and then his boss gets on the phone with this chicken guy and it's exactly it's it's Larry David as well, you know like, <laughs> But his head is just bobbing the whole time Like it's a chicken <laughs>
0: so Oh, that's fucking awesome Dude, it's amazing Yeah, what a, sh- what a show, man what It I really is Well, there you go, Jake Hope you like the Seinfeld chat <laughs> um, So, yeah, welcome back to New Talk Radio I'm your host, Joshua Osborne This is episode 44 And with me here is Teague Anderson And Teague, how are you doing?
1: I'm fantastic And yourself?
0: Okay, I'm uh, not too bad yeah.
1: It's about a cold out
0: It's very cold out mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like minus 10, I think It's Almost April Had to bring out the, uh, the winter coat again It's depressing Get some gloves It is depressing It's supposed to be April showers Bring May flowers Yeah But I mean I guess we're not Technically in It's really three days Away April But Yeah I feel like Still
1: still. I mean we had That nice weather Like last week That was nice 10-15 degrees uh, Outside in a t-shirt One day
0: Is there an equal And equivalent Corollary in the other Direction for Indian Summer Like Chinese winter, (laughs) Jewish winter, (laughs) (laughs) nuclear (laughs) winter. Yeah, Yeah, nuclear winter. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's frigid out there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm sure by the time this podcast airs, it'll be warm again. Oh yeah, don't worry about it. Um, Some unusual delays today, so we're starting a little bit late. Hopefully, we have the stamina. I don't know. We'll see. We do have a bit of a a jam-packed news list. Yes. There was originally what was it, thirty-two? Too many. (laughs) <laughs> definitely too many. Hmm. 10 plus, yeah, there was originally 28 news topics. Well, of course, we missed, a, we did the Eldering Fireside Chat. Right, right. right. So, so I mean, yeah. you know, this is like a month, but at the same time, still a surprisingly large amount of news. I mean, again, you know, what you can consider news is obviously highly subjective. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for example, you'll see that uh, number five on the, OK, well, the, we've got this week, we've got actual, we've got a 10 list of topics. And then we've got the clearly overambitious what we didn't cover section which right. has 1 to 18. Uh, those are like the, that's all the extra. Right, right. But, but you can see, you know, you can see into my mind in terms of like the things that I actually could call news, uh, like number four on what we didn't cover is, spoilers, Orbital Bullet, uh, release date trailer released. That's like some crazy, are you familiar with uh, the PS4 launch title Gun? No. No, it's a mark game, you know, the Returnal guys? Okay. PS4 launch title, it was like, uh, you know those ship shooting games? Yeah, yeah. Called totally. Shooters or Shmups? Uh, it's like a shmup, but it's um horizontal, so you wrap around something hmm. so you, it's like you, you can go left and the whole screen rotates like that, and you can go right and the whole screen rotates like that, but you're always in the middle hmm. really weird concept for like a yeah it's like an arcade shooter where you're just trying to get like high point scores and shit
1: okay
0: interesting you know with like crazy three d graphics and stuff it's like not that much my kind of I guess it used to be a little bit my kind of game, but I find them, like, they're good, like, party games to have around. Yeah, fair enough. You know? Anyways, so Orbital Bullet uh, is kind of like Resogun. It's like a... But I'll just show you a quick trailer. See, It's just fucking weird. Oh, yeah. I, I I just think that looks interesting. It does. Like, it's weird and fucking different. So all that to say, you know, to me, this is news, yep. right? So <laughs> news is highly subjective, and uh, I completely already forgot why we're on this topic. No,
1: just I, talking about things that we're not talking about.
0: Talking about things that we're not talking about. Mm. Maybe that should be the title of the segment, talking about things that we're not talking about. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> so <laughs> what's next that we're not talking about? <laughs> the next thing that we are not not talking about, we're going to tackle a little audience question. Quote unquote, have you been following the Gran Turismo 7 story? question mark seems like a big one that should probably be on your podcast it's been getting heavily review bombed because it's an always online game with no offline mode and the servers were down for two days preventing everyone from playing there's also massive backlash against the microtransactions of the game which are apparently fairly aggressively pushed and very expensive and then after the after the dot 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 he linked to uh, a metacritic an image of the metacritic score which was 87 out of 110 critic reviews Very high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to give you a comparison idea, Elden Elden Mm Ring is at 95. No, they gave it a Metacritic must-play. It's at 95 out of 55 critic reviews. So this game had an 80... Was it 87? And what's the audience? 87 out of 110, which is double the amount of reviews that Elden Ring had on PC. Yeah, and the audience score is... uh, It was 1.5 out of... I want to say 8K something ratings, and it's currently sitting at 1.7 user score out of 9,317 ratings, uh, which apparently is uh, now. I'm really unfamiliar with like the Metacritic you mm-hmm. know, user world, right? According to Video Games Chronicle, this is an article entitled "Gran Turismo 7 is Putting Credit Payouts Back Up Again Following Player Backlash." Uh, come came out 25th of March. Uh, according to a similar article called Gran Turismo 7 Players Fight Unpopular Nerf by quote-unquote grinding currency without playing the game, that was 22nd March on BGC. Uh, so in that original article, referenced by the new article, uh, the PlayStation Racer has Sony's lowest ever user score on Metacritic, which at the time of writing was 1.5. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, apparently that's the lowest ever Metacritic score for a Sony game. Uh, I guess that means Sony first party in this case. Hmm. But... Um, yeah, so I mean, I don't know, I just, I thought this was interesting because Gran Turismo 7 is, as probably anyone listening knows, not something that's really, you know, in our wheelhouse, you could yeah, say. Yeah, no,
1: I, I remember Gran Turismo on, what, PlayStation 1?
0: Uh, I think you're right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know,
1: I tried it back then, it was cool, but I don't really like racing games, so I didn't play much. It's and, um, yeah, they're at number 7 now, I, oof, I really, I had no idea.
0: Um, I mean, they're racing sims, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I've, I've I've, I've, played, I love *Twist Metal Black. Um, yeah. I've played games like that, but yeah, actual racing sim. Not so much. It's really never been... Uh, not
1: really into watching car races either, you know? Yeah, I um, guess me too, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I'd imagine if you enjoyed that sort of thing, you may enjoy this sort of thing more too. Probably, probably.
0: I mean, I know GT. I was about to say GTA. I've uh, been
1: saying GTA the whole time with this. I'm like, I keep thinking <laughs> that they're talking about Grand Theft Auto. It's really hard not to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) GT instead. Okay. Yeah,
0: GT, my high school buds, um, I think there's at least, I know friend of the show, Matt, was a huge Gran Turismo fan, and I think he's played them relatively recently too like maybe not the last one but like maybe the one before
2: kind of thing he didn't
0: have a PS4 but he had a PS3 I'm pretty sure he played the PS3 Gran Turismo Um, and then my buddy Mike uh, I guess yeah friend of the show Mike Elevens, who wrote this question in he uh, got into it because of Matt I believe Um, because of his enthusiasm for the series because Matt was really like really into it Um, he's the Armored Core guy too the one who really loves Armored Core 1 but um, I just thought it was an interesting question. I mean, I am happy to hear that somebody listening wants to hear about it because I didn't know if anybody did. Uh, and also, it's kind of it's an issue that I've been seeing cropping up in like all my various news feeds and right. like podcasts over the past like few weeks. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, uh, we. Did, I don't know. Should we recap the, the yeah the, maybe the, the the trajectory really quickly? Yeah. Um, it basically seems like a dumpster fire. <laughs> Pretty as, much, yeah. as Mike has said. I guess the initial issue came from the fact that I, we also watched the Young A video about the same thing. Um, he had a pretty interesting recap. Uh, we 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 love we love Young A, but make sure you follow the real Young A and not oh yeah there's the a... Young A fake account. What was it I, I don't
1: even know if it is. It's, um, <laughs> what is that <they>,
0: parody? Yeah, <laughs> the Young A parody account. Um, yeah, he was pointing out that the microtransactions were actually not. Pre- I mean, I could be wrong here because again. We have very loose knowledge of this, um, this particular game. And also, because the, exa- the, the exact details of the launch, there was a lot of changes made in like a couple weeks, right. right? With like things removed, things added, things removed, things added, things tweaked. And from what I understand, the first really big red flag was the game came out, um, or rather, the patch that added microtransactions was actually, I think, a day one patch. Hmm. So that was not part of all of the critic reviews. Right. So all the critic reviews and essentially what the was it eighty seven was based on the hundred and something odd uh, critic reviews uh, were all versions that didn't have microtransactions,
1: which is a really shitty way to have your game reviewed. You know,
0: extremely shitty way to have your game reviewed. And I and I don't know here if the microtransactions were known that they were being added but like so i don't know if it's their comp- a complete surprise i would have guess probably not or if it was just because gran turismo in the past i believe has had the ability to buy cars mm-hmm. they just haven't been through like a crazy sort of like mi- microeconomy thing right more just like i think cause cost- just like buying individual things maybe but i again i'm pretty weak on the history of this yeah, uh, I've franchise yeah i never done it yeah but um so i don't know if they knew the microtransactions were going to be there but just couldn't actually give an opinion on them because they didn't exist or if it was literally a surprise that there was going to be microtransactions. My guess is it was probably they knew they were coming, but just couldn't say anything about them because they didn't exist. Well, yeah. Um, so it's kind of like everyone assumes they're going to be okay when yeah it remains to be seen, right?
1: Yeah. that's pretty... It's, it's a real snaky move, yeah. I'd yeah.
0: say. No, it's, it's snaky, and also it seems like, from what I understand, they started out not too bad, then the company released a patch that really dramatically augmented the cost of um, microtransaction stuff.
1: Right, and your earnings, too, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, dramatically impacted the amount of credits you need uh, within the game to like buy them. Mm-hmm. And they do, a again, an incredibly scummy thing that, uh, I, that my first experience with goes back to Microsoft days, when I, I, you probably were not in Microsoft ecosystem, Xbox.
1: I had one, but you no.
0: Know were you in the online ecosystem when you were buying points in digital games? No, no, no. no, They had a funky system that like, you know, most major companies eventually weeded these out but one of those systems where it's like a game costs 1,200 Microsoft points Hmm. And then a card gives you, like, it's, like, 20 bucks equals 600 or something. Yeah. You know those systems? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like, the, the the most clearly uh, abusive and, like, awful awful systems. Yeah. Where it's, like, you could only buy amounts that would leave you with an extra 100 at the end that you couldn't use. Mm-hmm. So, like, in order to use that 100, you had to buy, like, seven instances of the same amount of currency. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, apparently, from what I understand from the articles, Gran was doing the exact same thing, where it's, like... Yeah. 10 bucks is like, I don't know, and again, I'm making up all these numbers, uh, but 10 bucks is like a million credits or something, right? So you buy everything in credits, but your real world money doesn't buy you the same amount of real world dollars. Mm. Destiny does this too. Um, And yeah, apparently they started off pretty reasonable and then they got massively jacked up because obviously uh, the company was seeing that the, you know, they weren't. They weren't successfully uh, parting people from their hard-earned cash well enough in the game. Right. Because they are they were giving out too many rewards in the in-game races. Ugh. So they jacked up the price of everything massively to the point where um, some of the most expensive, like, fancy real-world... I'm going to say Porsche because I have, like, fancy car names is completely just, like, I don't even fucking know. But let's <laughs> say maybe a Porsche in the game could be, like, uh, the, at the top end is, like, 40 bucks. Like, a real-world dollars. Right. And that's probably something like 10 million credits or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. The forty bucks for like I mean yes it's a I guess a high end car and probably probably in some ways this is a little bit of a pay to win situation because I assume some of the cars are probably better than others. I would imagine. I don't know, but probably.
1: Well, I can't imagine spending forty bucks on something that isn't.
0: Yeah, purely cosmetic, mm-hmm. like a forty dollar cosmetic transaction.
1: It strikes me as odd.
0: That seems pretty insane. Yeah. So yeah, they jacked up the prices massively. Uh, people were like, what the fuck? Understandably so there was some sort of, like, message from the developers to the community that people were, like, really upset about, where it's like, we believe in the real-world value of our cars, so, you know, we want to have an association between... Like, they were essentially trying to justify the fact that you want to have $40 cars in your game because it in some way represents how expensive those cars are in real life. Mm. And I mean, you know... To which most people are just sort of feeling a bit like, what the fuck? I
1: can't <laughs> buy a Ferrari in real life. Like, I'd love to be able to buy one <laughs> video game, please.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, that's why we play these video games kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, so, I mean, th- there's that developer BS that's clearly just, like, nonsense. Then they said they were going to uh, readjust the numbers, tweak the numbers with a giant patch, fix a bunch of things, bring some things, like, bring things up quote-unquote, a lot, like 100%, but 100% of how much, like, it, it's not even clear how much mm. that's going to make a difference. They, like, gave everyone a million free credits, which is, like, kind of a fucking joke, because a million free credits, I mean, the car that, I think that equivalents that equivalate, equivalates? That's not a word. I that, don't think so. I think that equ- the equivalency is, like, ten bucks of, like, actual money. So they gave people, like, ten bucks of free cosmetic money, which seems kind of cool, except for the fact that you know, they made, like, the most expensive cars 40 real-world dollars, mm. so they gave them a quarter of the amount of money it would take to get one of the most most expensive cosmetic things. Right. Most expensive cars. From the Video Games Chronicle article, uh, GT7 putting credit payouts back up again following player backlash, VGC is getting this information from a new update posted by Kazunori Yamauchi, uh, published last Friday? Yeah, that's probably two Fridays ago now, where Gran Turismo cre- creator Kazun- Kazunori Yamauchi Uh, also CEO of Polyphony Digital, which is the producer of the Gran Turismo uh, video game series. He apologized for the issues and promised to alleviate them with upcoming updates. In long term, Yamauchi said the dev team would add the much requested ability to sell cars for in-game credits. Apparently you can't even sell the cars that you, I think that's, I, I would normally, I would be like, who cares? Like, I mean, is it normally in the games, but uh, I think you've been able to do that in the past. Okay. So people were kind of expecting you to be able to sell cars to like sell cars you don't need to buy more expensive cars.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: He said he would add that. Uh, he apologized for the frustration and confusion caused last week with the, last week with the patch updates, which resulted in not only a server outage—that's another big part of the issue—but also adjustments to the in-game economy, which were made without a clear explanation to our community. We know this is not the GTA experience you expect, and. We will be making a goodwill gesture in the form of a non-paid credit pack of 1 million cr available to those players who may have been affected Uh, i stand corrected the 1 million credits is approximately 15 dollars of real life money and they'll be made available to everyone who owned a digital or physical copy before today patch update previously deployed was intended to rectify an issue with inconsistent reward payouts within a part of the world circuit events but to re-establish the intended equilibrium and provide more accurate rewards based on time investment and completion it was necessary to recalculate the reward system as a whole as a result, the game will receive a considerable patch quote unquote, at the beginning of April, which will address the number of events and rebalance the reward system so that later races award much more money according to this according to Yamauchi, this will include, and he goes on to list a whole bunch of stuff, which is all kind of meaningless to me because I don't really actually know the game but um, I mean that's that's pretty much mostly the story um, right and
1: the fact that it's um, online only right.
0: Yeah, and the fact that it's online only, which is another big bone of contention with the people, um, right. the people, <laughs> the people playing the game.
1: Yeah, well, when their servers were down for two days, it made it unplayable, right?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I can't remember when it was, but I think within like the first week of launch, like the servers went down for yeah, uh, just like over a day. Yeah, um, and nobody could play the game, which um, is
1: kind of crazy. I mean, if you spend ninety bucks on a new game and all of a sudden you can't play it for two days it's kind of a piss off
0: yeah no I mean uh, it's really a piss off and like I'm really happy to see people still getting upset about the I'm really happy to see the public not just laying over and accepting always online games Mm -hmm. Uh, because it really like more and more it seems like the push to resist the always online component is becoming more and more futile Um, so it makes me really happy to see people in any way possible trying to at least give like negative feedback about the fact that stuff is always online yeah, recently with uh, with Blizzard, you know, Diablo 2 is always online now. There's just no reason for it to be like that, no. other than they want it to be. <laughs> yeah, just to be dicks. Um, just to be dicks, yeah. Diablo 3 did not have always online, and there was no issues whatsoever with your Diablo 3 characters going from offline couch co-op with your friend. Also, to bring up couch co-op, Diablo 2 doesn't have any couch co-op, whereas Diablo 3 did. You could go from Diablo 3 Couch Co op to Diablo 3 Online play with your buddy and no problem. Right. I really hope I'm not lying about that. Now that I say that, I'm like, did I ever actually play online or did I always play couch? Fuck, I'm, I'm not sure, sure. I
1: always played couch. Yeah. I don't think I ever played online with anybody. But hmm. I
0: don't know. You know what? Now that I say that, I'm actually not sure if uh, I mean, it makes me wonder did I maybe just never bring my couch guy to online? But either way, the fact that I could play offline on the couch with a friend. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Diablo 2, I, I couldn't even test that because it doesn't even have couch co-op. Right. right? But what, what, what we want is the ability to just play the game without internet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Diablo is always a game that's designed to be played with people, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, you can play it by yourself, but it's clearly the best when you're playing with a party, right?
1: Uh, to me, it doesn't make sense that you need the internet to play non-online games. Yeah
0: You know, like, I mean,
1: sure, if you're playing Fortnite, I get it, you need the internet For sure Like, I don't know Yeah Uh, I think it's kind of sketchy
0: Totally, man, totally And it's kind of like, I mean, I was telling you earlier, you know, I think that Diablo 2, there's more of a case Because you can say that being online is kind of in that game's DNA Mm -hmm. Like, that is a reasonable argument to me I still think it's not, it should have offline, but I can at least see more of a case for that, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, a racing game where you can just play by yourself a lot of the time, it's like...
1: Yeah, it strikes me as odd. It's scummy.
0: It's just really unnecessary, mm-hmm. you know? That's basically what it comes down to, is it's like, these things are incredibly hostile to the consumers. They get, they offer absolutely no benefit to any consumer ever. Right. You know, the companies will try and tell you it's like the benefit is that, you know, we, we control the servers, you know, we have like... A, anti-piracy blah 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 on our servers you know like anti-cheating stuff but ultimately at the end of the day there's no benefit to the consumers like um and i think it's really telling when you see other quote-unquote good companies like from software for example perfectly willing to let people play offline and not access any of the online features and just do it you know whenever you want in all of their games
1: Uh, I, i don't see a reason for not allowing that
0: it's I the kind of don't. thing. It's the kind of thing where it's like you know, if you let me play offline, I'll probably play online all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I won't be mad at you, and I'll probably just leave it on anyways. Yep. You know, and it's like, why can't you just why can't you just operate that way? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like why do you have to sort of like you know push me into uh, this? Uh, like, uh, is is uh, Uncle Tom the right? What's the expression? Uncle Tom. It's like a, someone who or not peeping Tom. There's an expression, Uncle Something, and it means like the one that stands over you and like shakes their finger.
1: No. I don't know. Uncle Tom is a... No.
0: <laughs> no? No. <laughs> well, we'll edit the segment Tom out. What's is, Uncle Tom? Uh,
1: Samuel L. Jackson in um, Django Unchained. That's an Uncle Tom.
0: Is it? Yeah. Does everyone use that expression? It's a super... Yeah, it's... Is it one of those, like, people don't know it's racist expressions?
1: Well, it's not a... It's what... That's what you would say to... Uh, or people... People call, like, uh, Larry Elder and stuff, Uncle Tom. Okay. Um. You know, uh, black conservatives are often called Uncle Toms. Oh. Okay. Um, because again, they're, well, you're doing it for the white man or whatever. It's like. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not a nice thing to call somebody.
0: Well, it feels very paternalistic, mm. right? It's like the company is like standing over you, being like, no, 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 no. no. Like we'll tell mm. you how to enjoy our game. Like you know. Yeah whereas it's like if you just let people make their own choices it's like probably most of them would choose to put it online anyways probably huh? because you benefit from it usually right mm. like or at least okay maybe not in Diablo 2 sense you just have to be online if you want to play with other people but in Elden Ring you you know there's something to be gained by putting the game online right like yeah yeah, yeah. invasions yeah for sure for sure uh, i mean more importantly for i would say for most people <clears throat> just messages and death stains, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I mean, most normal people, I think, don't really interact with uh, the invasion system too much. Mm. feel like it's mostly just the, the really hardcores that, like, love that stuff. Mm. Um, you might get invaded, like, once in a blue moon kind of thing, but, like, yeah. you're not going to seek it out usually. Yeah. But normal players will be, like, I mean, like myself, will be reading messages all the time. Right. Or, like, yeah. looking at death stains or just appreciating the fact that, like, other people are, like, roaming around as white phantoms in their world. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like those little ghosts you see for, like, two seconds. For sure. No, it's super useful. But uh, anyways, I mean, I guess all that to say, you know, I mean, Mike, I, I feel you. Uh, I think it is bullshit. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, do you have more to say about the whole...
1: Not really, other than it sounds
0: scummy as hell. It's scummy. It's pretty much um, all I have to say about it. Yeah, I mean, it uh, it reminds me of a lot of shit going on lately with... Um, I was really bummed by how much both mainstream news sites and the Destiny community like didn't say much about the um, really exorbitant price of the Witch Queen. Hmm. You know how it was like, uh, we never did, I, I can't remember if we ever tackled this on our post-launch post content episode, but how to experience everything in the Witch Queen, like you, you get almost everything with, okay, not only is the base expansion not 55, I think it's like 60 or 80, <laughs> so it's like, cre- it's creeping up to full game size now, like full game price now, um, but also you don't even get all the shit with that. You have to buy the deluxe edition to get the final dungeon in the game, and the dungeons were, for me, the best content there was. Hmm. And I think a lot of people consider the dungeons, like, really, really, they were, like, most people thought they were pretty amazing, like, end-game content, you know? Okay. Um, super fun shit to do with just two other people instead of, like, a full-on raid kind of thing. Right. Um, and yeah, so I mean, the, 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 re- the real price of Destiny Witch Queen was $130. That's insane. Plus tax. It's fucking mental. No, I mean, that's nuts. like, no, when you, you already paid 80 at launch, Right, like a person like me, who zero objected to this before shit like this, right? Mm -hmm. Like I paid 80 at launch, I paid 40 for the two expansions after that, I paid 55 for two separate expansions over like two more years staggered after that, and they keep phasing out older content, which again, I don't say anything about until they do shit like this, right? Mm -hmm. It's like none of that bothered me until finally it's like, okay, now the expansion's 130.
1: That's insane.
0: It's like you removed the stuff I previously paid for and you're trying to charge me 130 again and I'm just like, no. that was my fuck you point and like, okay, I can't I can't do this anymore. Like, that's no. that's crazy. You that's know? nutty. And I can't stress enough too, I mean, before that point in time, like I was happy to pay for microtransactions because I liked the company. Mm-hmm. Like, I really thought that their their pricing model was like reasonable. Like, okay. before that, you know? Yeah. Anyways, uh, so I mean, it smacks of that. Uh, it also, what else did it make me think of? Um... It made me think of Elden Ring, how Elden Ring charges $80 for the amount of content that's in the fucking game, and, like, doesn't do shit to you. Yeah. Like, I think my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is, like, if you don't like that kind of stuff, like, don't buy those games. Yeah. Like, don't buy Destiny Witch Queen, don't buy Gran Turismo 7, buy stuff like Elden Ring where you pay $80 and you get fucking everything.
1: But, I mean, there's just, there's not that much like Elden Ring, right? Right like I mean this is kind of a first in a long time of something this good it, to me anyways I can't think of anything yeah. that was like this level of just good
0: um, I mean you're right uh, and it's true that this game has like a much broader audience than the other from Soft games mm-hmm. but at the same time like Dark Souls and Bloodborne for example are such incredible productions oh yeah yeah, that, yeah. like I,
1: no 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 I believe that no sorry I meant more like
0: in terms of just new games
1: coming out um, yeah. like so I, I tried Dying like 2 when mm-hmm. it came out still like I haven't picked it up in a couple of weeks now just because of the amount of bugs Like right. it was a nightmare um, completely unfinished mm-hmm. uh, unplayable a lot of the time and um, that was a full price game mm-hmm. and I was really thinking like well maybe just they're not making good games anymore like or they're not completing games before they release them and then Edel- Elden Ring came out <clears throat>
3: I was like yeah.
0: nope yeah.
1: nope they are I was wrong.
0: Well, I mean, that's that's just it. Is like, from software has done that with every single one of their releases. Hmm. Like, not a single one has. Probably the worst one is like Dark Souls Three, and all that meant was that like it had I think a couple more balanced passions than most things. Hmm. But it's like there there was still nothing wrong with the game on day one. It was fully playable. You couldn't see any massive bugs. You know, there was nothing glaring. Like. Mm -hmm. It was more like the Horfrost Stomp does too much damage or something. You right, know what I mean? Right, like right. something like that. But yeah, I mean, I guess my ta- my personal take is like, and even in your Dying Light example, at least the Dying Light developers aren't abusing the the consumers. <laughs> like they kind of they kind of drop the ball in the sense of like, yeah, they could have ironed some of the kinks before they released their product, but, you know, they're not trying to force you to be always online. They're not making, like, gun skins cost $40. Like, ridi- Like you don't have to pay 40 bucks to, like, unlock a melee weapon. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? No, like, true. they don't abuse you. Mm-hmm. Like, their product is, like, it could be better.
1: Yeah, that's... Yeah, that was, what, that was my complaint with it. Not... Like, the game itself was fun, you know, but it's just the quality... Or the state it was in... Yeah. ...is what... Confused me, you know. I was just like, "What the hell?" Um,
0: I completely understand what you mean, but at least that product on the store shelf was not lying to you about what it was. Exactly. Right. Well,
1: it kind of was. I mean, it wasn't a finished well, game.
0: Yeah, but that was clear in the reviews, right? Was it? Was it? No. 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 Oh, I felt like it was. Uh, a lot of people were talking about the amount of bugs in the game, uh, like in the review. Uh, I
1: didn't see anything close to what I experienced. Okay. Like okay. it was so beyond. I, what I thought possible yeah. Um, in terms of like the blue screens the disconnects, the right. lack of audio in uh, dealing with NPCs, the the ground disappearing um, the death loop of being uh, outside the mission area, yeah. comes down for five seconds and yeah. you die and then you respawn and oh, outside the mission area, you yeah. restart the app, same thing um, like the amount of trouble I had with it is again Unlike any game I've ever played.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm not trying to say that's not straight terrible. It is. <laughs> it's bad, man. It's you know, bad. Th- there's very few excuses for that, but I still feel like the type of product, at least.
1: <clears throat> also, I have talked to other people that didn't have the same experience as me. They uh, had problems, but they didn't have the same as me. Like, right. I had crazy problems. Right. Um, and I think I just have bad luck.
0: Yeah. You know? um, So, oh, I don't know. I completely sympathize, but I also feel like... That kind of thing is like I mean I, I I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. I feel like that's a little bit expected of techland if you understand their history and like right. what type of developer they are that's not an excuse like I mean it's not, it d- doesn't get them give them a free pass for like releasing broken games, but I at least feel like somehow I don't feel like they're trying to abuse me
1: well okay, <laughs>
0: I might be mad about the game being broken, but I wouldn't feel like okay, this is clearly a company that's just trying to rip, like yeah. off. Yeah, like rest, no, get money out of the, my wallet. The, you know? the amount
1: of Easter eggs that they had in there, like more than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, like, it, they put in a lot of effort, and yeah. it still even with all the problems, and there were a lot. It was stupid fun.
0: Sure. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, we'll get to it later, but you know, free PS Five upgrade for the old game too, right? Right. Like, it's right. a company that does interesting things like that. Yeah. You exactly. Know?
1: Exactly. So that's fascinating.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, I mean, I think we've beaten that to death enough. Yep. But uh, well, Mike, let me know what you think. Uh, and moving on to, I guess we should talk about what we've been playing. How do you feel about that? Sure. Okay. Well, let's do you first this time. I feel like I always lead the what we've been playing.
1: All I've been playing is Zelda Ring. That's it. <laughs> it's the only thing I've touched.
0: I mean, can you can you uh, tell the listeners how much, you know, tell us your level and uh, how many total hours you played? I actually don't know this myself, so I'm curious. I think um, I know your level.
1: I think my main character is uh, one hundred and sixty, uh, and I think I'm probably like a hundred and. Ten hours, maybe on it.
0: That's actually not that many. I would have maybe thought it would be more than that, just because the level I was imagining. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah,
1: but at, at later points, like you can, when you're grinding out uh, runes, you can go pretty quickly.
0: It must really slow down, I guess, too. The like the amount of oh. like the amount of runes you need to get for each level probably oh, I is think like
1: three hundred thousand for me now.
0: Really, something like that. Wow. And what's like a normal enemy in your zones give you, if you if you've ever noticed? not much. Not much, like a few thousand? Oh no. Not even? Not even though. No. Really?
1: No, no, no. Certain things wow. do, but um even some bosses don't give much like
0: So it's like somewhere in the vicinity of like 2 to 300 enemies per level?
1: Well, no, cuz um again, depending on like there are there pretty much the way I was uh leveling at the end was I was just grinding to level, okay. right? So I had some uh some farming spots that were really like Late game. Lucrative. Yeah. Um, and fast. You know, like it, mm. it really, it went, it went quickly. But, um, but yeah, it was like well over 200,000 uh, a level, I think. Um, Jeez. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, but I mean, the thing was, I would just like, I would struggle so friggin hard against certain bosses. And then I was like, well, I got, well, I guess I got to grind, mm-hmm. um, got to level up something and uh yeah. But I think I might have went a little too far. I don't know. <laughs> really?
3: <laughs> yeah. What well, what makes you say that?
1: Well I started a second character and I think I'm gonna stop at like one twenty probably. Because? Um uh, I don't know. I don't think it's I mean you can go as high as you want, I think. I think you can yeah. go up to like but it's just There's
0: maybe no cap other than perhaps nine nine nine. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I
1: think I saw somebody had a video and they were like 790 something or something like that. And wow it was just like By
0: like legitimate means?
1: No, I think they were grinding.
0: But I mean, they weren't cheating. No, no, yeah. I don't think they were cheating. It wasn't like a bot or something, you know. No, yeah. no, no, I don't that's think that's so. crazy. Um yeah.
1: and yeah, like that's uh but at that point like again, all of your stats are just so high that it's kind of like it's you you're not really working a build. You're just yeah. kind of like I don't Dominating. know. Dominating. You just do whatever. <laughs> you can yeah. do everything. And like that that's what kind of, I like the idea of um, still needing to, like, focus on certain areas to bump certain things and not really get too over the top, you know?
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense. Because yeah. some
1: of the, a lot of the bosses I've fought have been, like, far too easy um, yeah. at this level. And it's, like, obviously, I mean, you're not probably supposed to be that high, but um, there's still a couple that aren't, aren't easy, though. Um, like, that's how bad I am. <laughs> oh, I mean, whatever. I think it's. I think
0: it's more a testament to the game than it is uh, your skill. You know what I mean? I suck at this game, man. I fucking suck at it.
1: Um, it's it's fucking hard. It's, very hard. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Yeah. Um, and I just.
0: Well, I'm like not I was a... telling you the other night, uh, I I was dying to wolves. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. a joke. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I was a little embarrassed. Yeah, it's
1: a bit rough. It's <laughs> a bit rough. <laughs> but,
0: uh, they have pretty predictable attack patterns.
1: <laughs> but there are like the the later areas. There are some like birds that just fucking wreck you Um, and like I have a lot of health I have decent armor and I'm still getting like three shotted by a bird (laughs) you know like like, what the hell Uh, (laughs) Jesus Uh, so yeah I mean I don't know but but I think I am going to do another character different build, and uh, just do it differently I think
0: I mean, I gotta be honest. Uh, your level of enthusiasm for this game is completely blowing me away. <laughs> like, I can't. I mean, I never would have expected this. And also, the fa- the way that you talk about the game, to me, like, indicates that you're. Uh, it's gonna sound lame, but that you're 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 connecting with the thing that makes these games incredible. Mm. And that's that's the true magic of from of, from software games. That like the way you talk about it, it indicates that you actually have an understanding of like how these things should be appreciated and what the best way is to appreciate them because what you're saying about like what's the point of being 750 because then you just have 99 everything and it's like you're absolutely right like the game kind of ceases to have meaning if you have like because well, I mean, you're it, supposed to do a build.
1: Yeah, if your health bar is like the whole, a boss health bar. Um, yeah. Like what the hell? Yeah, like then
0: everything's meaningless, and like pretty you, much, you yeah. just have maxed out everything. What the fuck? It's you're like, one
1: shotting every bot. Like I don't yeah, know. yeah.
0: It's like you you've correctly landed on the reason why I feel like the entire community decided at some point in time because this goes back to like original Dark Souls games, mm. and probably goes back to Demon Souls. Although my experience with Demon Souls is pretty limited. Mm. Uh, like I played it a lot, but I played it very offline.
2: Okay. You yeah. know, like I,
0: I, wasn't like in the meta, at, mm-hmm. like I wasn't in the community at that point in time at all. Right. Um. And I think the reason why people from a really early point like landed on the fact of like, because there's no actual reason why everyone does builds to hundred or builds to one twenty, right? Everyone just decided that that's the number, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, why did the community eventually decide that that's the specific number? The reason, mm-hmm. of course, is because. That's the number at which you have the most interesting build variety, right? Right, right? and that's why the number settled on that. It's completely artificial, mm-hmm. but the community by themselves decided uh, there's somehow it's a, it varies from game to game some of them are 120 some of them are 100 I always go to 100 but you know it's always a, in a really small a pretty small close range mm-hmm. and like that's why they do that is because that's the level at which you have the absolute maximum that's when uh, you choice... can max out a build right? yeah choices become really interesting at that point in time mm-hmm. because if you go to like 50 magic it's like you're really losing out on something else yeah yeah right yeah. and if you do two 50 skills then your other shit is like garbage yeah you're gonna be right? running around in like you know, naked. Exactly, exactly. Which is why that's sort of like you, like, you see what I mean? About like mm. you're connecting with like what makes these games interesting?
1: Yeah, and well the thing is I the other ones when I tried them out I found them just too too much, too mm. um too many numbers, too overwhelming, just like I don't I couldn't be bothered to uh pay attention. But but your enthusiasm and understanding of it, I'm like, Well what the hell does that mean? You're like, mm. this is what this uh blah 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 and I'm like, mm, okay, I think I get it now. And yeah. um that's what I've messed around with the most. Is just like, okay, I want to switch up my my guy. You know, um, I want to try magic, For whatever. Sure. Um, I think I restatted like five times, six times Same <laughs> character. Yeah,
0: but um, so those lava slugs or whatever the fuck they're called, bestial slugs. What is, what is, larval, is it? Larval. Larval tears. Thank you. So those larval tears are not that hard to get.
1: Then I guess mm, you get you get like them. a bunch yeah, yeah, yeah. over the course
0: of your whole.
1: I think there's fourteen in the game.
0: Oh, okay. That's, uh, I mean, I guess in a game this size, that's, like, not that bad. Yeah.
1: No, it's, Um. well, I mean, yeah, yeah I I think it's, actually, I don't know if you get them on New Game Plus, I'd imagine. I,
0: I found one. Oh, yeah? I, I can't, even, I don't know what it came from, but I found one.
1: Yeah, yeah. you get them from bosses, you find them uh, in some random places, too. Um. I think I still have five. Okay. So, I've gotten 10 or 11 so far. Hmm. Um. So, I think I am getting kind of close to the end. Like,
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, at 160 with 110 hours, I would I would hope so. I yeah, mean, but I did a, a,
1: a huge amount of that time was just messing with stats yeah. and, like, trying different builds and stuff. Like, I, I mo- probably almost half of that time was me just messing with numbers.
0: Now that you're 160, whenever you respect, do you respect to 160?
1: Oh, yeah. You have no choice.
0: Okay. Do you have regrets about that? Like, do you wish that you'd gone for a smaller number, or are you happy with that number? No,
1: I'm okay with it. I mean, it's really...
0: What no. about for the online interactions? Sorry? What about for, like, online stuff? Are you concerned that it's going to...
1: No, I don't really care. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't really care too much. Um, I'm I... not going to do money much. I, I might actually get into the invading a, a bit, but, um, but again, I'm going to do another character. I'm going to mm. do probably a punch, and, like, it's really it's really not so bad the second well like i know a hell of a lot more about it than i did before sure. so it's For like sure. i know what i'm going to focus on and yeah you know where to go to get certain things yeah i'd yeah, be yeah, like yeah. okay well this is the gear i want this is the weapon i'm going to use level one i'm going to get it um, yeah yeah That's it, I'm bypassing the Stormvale Castle. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I'm up here already. I
2: mean, it's such
0: a cool game for those hacks. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's so much more open than uh, all the other stuff. No, it's crazy. Yeah, my concern would be that I, like, am I cutting myself off from PvP too much because the the levels of people have to be too high to interact with me?
1: Yeah, I don't think that there's going to be a shortage of high-level people. Honestly? Really? Because if
0: you're 160, the equation used to be for Dark Souls, the equation was plus or minus 10 levels and 10% of your character level. So if you were 100, 10% of 100 is 10, so it was plus or minus 20. Hmm. If you're 160, 10% of that's 16, so it'd be plus or minus 26. Okay. So 160 could go to 134 versus 180, I guess, 6 or something. Okay, yeah. yeah. I
1: feel like there's a lot of people out there that... Um,
0: that are over yeah. the 100 range? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, well, yeah, well yeah. I mean, maybe you're fine then. Yeah.
1: Well, I saw a lot of talk about um, uh, people saying, well, like, what's the level going to be, you know? It's like mm-hmm. 120, 150, whatever. I'm curious, too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's... Uh, they have to balance a whole bunch of stuff first.
0: There's I no, think. there's no community consensus yet.
1: I don't think so. I, yeah. I mean, I think uh, there's still some just there's a there's a handful of just way too overpowered builds. Yeah. That kind of I don't know. Everybody does them. You know. Yeah. Um, the sword of night and flame. Sure, I've heard about that. Do you know yeah. how many people I've seen with that sword? Like, I, I got can it. imagine. <laughs> I got it, and I was like, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, uh, oh, I got a restat for this, and then I'm like, the amount of people I saw with it, I was just like, no. <laughs> yeah Not yeah. doing it um, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, No Plus it looks lame And uh, I thought it looked cool No the moves I mean like the fire oh. thing Is kind of neat Whatever for AOE But um, The magic blast I'm just like Nah Okay Not for me <laughs> But uh, That's funny But I am a moonvale guy Now mm-hmm. So you know, Part time
0: Part time I still gotta see your build But um, Yeah I think for me It would be like From what I've seen About the um, From what I've seen From analyzing my own character level is i feel like to me 100 looks good. Yeah. Cuz 100 would mean i get 150 stat and i'll have a handful of 30s. Like I
1: put that 150 into your your vigor.
0: <laughs> the whole 150? Dude. Oh, <laughs> the, uh, the the, 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 the first 50. 50? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Just just because um well, even even with heavy armor, like the stuff in the snow hits like a truck. Yeah.
0: Um you think with thirty vitality, I may not no, be you able don't, I, I may don't. not be able to take one hit in like later zones I don't think so no. really
1: uh certain things i I really don't think so maybe we'll see. maybe we'll see. we'll see yeah maybe you yeah. could and uh but you're also like kind of light gear no
0: uh yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: like I really doubt that you would uh handle to
0: to me that's unwise for build variety like I feel like that is a bad choice for not saying that they shouldn't have hard content, I just feel like. That's, t- to me, it smacks of, like, maybe that's not good balancing. But, I mean, I, I also yeah, am very early um, in the game, so I okay. don't. Okay,
1: you didn't fight Redan, right?
0: No, okay, I, I literally just started playing Lirania. L- L- I can't say it. Yeah, Lirania of the Lakes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Apparently, they nerfed Redan. I This is just what I heard. I don't actually know if they did, and I kind of wish I didn't kill him so I could <laughs> fight him this time and uh, <laughs> not Hate myself so much. I had so much against that. Like, dude, that was
0: yeah ridiculous. You, you, you sounded like you were struggling on that one. I was pissed. Um,
1: but yeah, I'm wearing his armor. That's that's what I like. The revenge. Ever since, I'm just like, I'm wearing your fucking shirt. I bought both of your weapons. And, uh, yo, I'm.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think jo- I think I feel like Joel was telling me in a text that Raden was one of his. I think he said that Raden was one of his favorite boss designs in like any from software game. Oh yeah. I, I mean, from what you told me about, from how you described the fight, I think it sounds uh, like I can't wait to see it.
1: It's very cool. I just, yeah, I, it,
0: it, he's sort of goofy looking
1: <laughs> to okay. me. The boss, it just there's something about him that like I feel like um, there's something almost like Mario Kart to it. Not, not Mario Kart, sorry, Super Mario. You know? Okay. Like, um, not Mario Party.
0: Hopefully. I don't
1: even know, <laughs> but uh, just. There's something kind of goofy about him. He's well, he's massive, and he's riding a regular horse, so like you can't really see the horse
0: because he's so giant. Yeah, weird. Um,
1: yeah, uh, it's it's very odd. That sounds um, very weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I like at first I didn't even realize he was on a horse. I was just like, what is he on fucking roller skates or something? Like <laughs> this guy is moving like the way he moves and just, and I'm like, oh shit! There's a little tiny horse under there. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: It's uh, it is. Something else though. Yeah, like, uh, I'm anxious for uh, for you to try it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I you know my I, I honestly I really wish I, I had a bit more time to play. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I I'm dying to do some more stuff with you. Like uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, it's been a busy week. I haven't had that much time for video games. Um, I guess real quick I'll, I'll do my uh, what I've been playing. Yeah yeah. It's pretty much you know we pretty much just covered most of it already because uh, I've also been playing uh, Elden Ring. I haven't done too much lately, but uh, like I was just saying, yeah, I just started exploring Learney of the Lakes. I'm, like, I don't know, 20% into that or something. Like, I explored a little bit at the bottom. Um, and I fully covered Limgrave and Southern Peninsula, or Sweeping Peninsula? Yeah, Sweeping Peninsula. Whatever it's I called. The one that's to the southeast. I think it's Sweeping, yeah. Yeah. And, I, like, I did every single boss, except for the dragon, which I'm still waiting for you for. But I did, in the, the peninsula, I, I think I did everything. Oh, like, yeah. Like, to my knowledge. You okay, know? yeah. Like, I may have missed some stuff, but uh, I tried really hard, and I completely, completely covered those two areas, and... I'm at, f- and I'm at, yeah, I'm at 62, I think, or something, or 63.
3: Okay, yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. I still find it like intimidatingly large, but uh, it's really fun. And the yeah. new Lyurnia was kind of was kind of poning me a bit. I was a little embarrassed. Um, oh yeah. Like I mean, I really was dying to wolves. Like yeah, well, I fought those those that pack of three wolves like three times. Mm-hmm. I was tired, <laughs> but like after <laughs> the third time, I was just, like, I can't do yeah. this anymore tonight. <laughs> Th-
1: there was some difficult difficulty. Stuff there. Like, um, there's some sort of like, uh, crawfish, crayfish. Okay.
0: Dude. Like the giant, uh, pincer like crabs? Lobsters, yeah. 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 Uh,
1: yeah. There's the crabs and then there's lobsters, um, or crayfish. And are then, the
0: crabs, like, that big and the lobsters, like, that big?
1: No, the the lo- uh, no, Sorry, not lobsters. Uh, they...
0: I saw what you're talking about. Yeah, I saw it from above they wandering around a, the beach.
1: Yeah, they are kind of like lobsters, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They're the same size as the crabs, but they're like crayfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't fought one yet.
1: They have, a uh ranged shot that's just like f- fucking they're snipers man really um, and it's brutal Um <laughs> they hit so hard <laughs> so yeah I don't know there was uh, there was some struggles there the dragon there too
0: oh yeah I haven't even seen him yet oh yeah I'm just starting man Yeah.
1: oh okay I thought you cleared oh no you did the weeping peninsula
0: weeping yeah, peninsula. yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah.
1: right right yeah no there's some uh, that's Ray Lucaria too so yeah. that's not a um,
0: i got to be honest, the difficulty jump seemed pretty big. Yeah. I was like, these things hit like trucks.
1: Yeah. Like, wait until you get... The things. fucking
0: multi-arm dudes?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're
0: beating the shit out of me.
1: Well... The, they're hard. Especially when they have crossbows. Yeah. Four crossbows each. Well, like,
0: two ones with four, four crossbows and, like, three with, like, five arms and, like... I actually
1: like- <laughs> got that, um, summon... Um, oh yeah two of them with crossbows oh nice that yeah. sounds good I haven't done it yet but uh, whatever it must be useful i I, I would know. assume <laughs> I, yeah I <laughs> range just, things are usually good I just rock my mimic um, ah, fair enough fair enough and yeah. Uh, yeah he's uh he's all right I got yeah. some other legendary ones too that I don't know what they are but um I just like the mimic because he doesn't take fp although I have the fp now right um, that
0: mimic not taking FP but taking HP instead of FP is one of the coolest mechanical differences right? I've ever seen them. But do. But it takes like yeah. half
1: your health. Like it's not a small amount. That's cool. Yeah.
0: That is that. That sounds balanced, dude. It's <laughs> you know, like it's It's, very it's really cool. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They really, um, they they they're surprising me with game design, and and I think that. What's so impressive about the fact that they're surprising me with game design is that after so long, they're surprising me with game design. After so many games, Mm -hmm. you know, where, like, they're, like, where they're constantly, like, because they've, they've even, I mean, even though they kind of do Dark Souls again and again, air quotes, um, they still, like, the fact that they innovated with, like, Bloodborne and Sekiro, and, like, it's not really all the same. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't believe they're still doing new things. I'm kind of
1: tempted to check out Sekiro now, actually.
0: It's very good. It's also very hard.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. the part that kind of worries me.
0: But it's a really rewarding combat system, too. It's like, I mean, like Miyazaki said one time, and again, I still don't know where it was actually from, but I heard this quote somewhere. Uh, but he was talking about the fact of, you know, how hardship, like how true enjoyment only comes from hardship. Mm-hmm. It's never it's, it's never been clearer as in Sekiro to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, yes, it was really hard, but... You get a really nice feeling of like you can master the systems, mm-hmm. and there really just is a very high level of mastery there, where right. you, you know you can you can spend a long time mastering it, and like um,
1: yeah,
0: it's cool, man. It's cool. Like the the world of Sekiro is also really was really neat. Like, yeah, uh, the well, verticality was something too. Yeah, with yeah,
1: well, the grappling hook and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was a few levels there where it's like like that one level I'll never forget where you like you go up and down giant Buddha statues, mm. and you can fall for like forever. And, like, at any point during that time, like, because you, you can, it's like you'll miss certain grapple hooks because it's just going too fucking fast and you're falling. Mm. But, like, you'll catch one, and like, every now and then, and you'll just, like, suddenly swoop back up and, like, then grapple another one, grapple another one, and then, like, maybe accidentally fall, but grab a different Buddha. And it's just, like, nice. it's so wild. Yeah, like, it's, the, the, yeah, every now and then it has just, like, insane vertical segments. Yeah. Like, um... Yeah, I kind of like wouldn't believe believe you. I wouldn't believe it if you told me ahead of time, but mm-hmm. yeah, experiencing. Well, this it.
1: one does too without the grapple hook, right? But with the horse yeah. and the jumping, totally, the, those totally. Like air wind tunnels or whatever. Like. I
0: I only recently started using those air things. They're really cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you need to sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, There's
1: certain certain places that I think. I don't, I don't think there's a ladder. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, know. what really blew my mind recently, too, was I found a secret only accessible through the wind thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to land oh, your horse totally. after the wind thing in a specific... And I was like, no way that they'd put something on that thing, right? And then I tried... I was like, I'll just see if I can... Like, can I even get there? And was then, sure enough... a bunch sure of enough,
1: dudes on chairs?
0: I don't think so. Because there
1: is one, and it's a whole bunch of, like, I can't even remember. That sounds remember, really cool. But I think they're, like, Somber Smithing Stones, like, 9 no or something shit. like that. Like, they're, like. No shit. It's something that I absolutely oh, needed. man. And I was, like, I, I jumped <laughs> up, and I was, like, oh, what the fuck is
2: this? And then I was, like, no way.
1: Like, yo, this is amazing. That's like, amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What a game. Dude. Uh, well, anyways, I could go on forever. I'll stop yeah. myself. Uh, the other thing I've been playing this week was The Ascent. Uh, or I guess these last two weeks and The Ascent uh, it's a game I've been talking about for a long time game that's been out on Xbox already game that just came to PlayStation last what fucking day are we today it's like Monday yeah uh, I believe it came out last Thursday which was the 24th I want to say Okay. Uh, yeah that feels right yeah I think it came out 24th Thursday a uh, bit of a weird game for a, day, for a game release makes me wonder if I'm actually friday but whatever mm. it's this this past like thursday or friday and um yeah the ascent finally came to playstation it got crazy good reviews when it came out i was extremely excited from the instant i saw it Sad that it wasn't coming to playstation then immediately pre-ordered it when it did come to playstation and uh yeah i had my brother over for a launch party it was amazing uh, it's um it c- kind of blew my mind um it's a really cool top-down like um i guess diablo Diablo-ish gameplay Although if you're familiar With Alienation It's really a lot more like that hmm. Like kind of like You know Cooldowns on like Abilities that you can Swap in and out And like basically Just gunplay mm-hmm. Like a twin stick shooter Right But like with more RPG elements I guess Okay Like you have um, There's a whole What kind of impressed me About the game was It's kind of like I, I went in expecting Basic fun action With a friend mm-hmm. Because it has both single player, online, both. Single player, online, and couch co-op. So I was like, cool, I'll just try it with my brother and like we'll have supper, have an evening, like it'll be fun. Um, but the game kept impressing me with like just the amount of depth and complexity in the systems. Mm -hmm. Like there's a massive skill system, there's like augments you can equip that you can swap in and out different augments, and you have four slots of augments too. And then like putting things in skills is what gives you attributes. Okay. Like if you put a bunch of points in cybernetics-related skills, then it ups your cybernetics attribute. Hmm. And then if you have an augment that keys off cybernetics attribute, that augment gets stronger because you put skills and in, into your attributes there. Hmm. See the weird kind of like trickle system where like things affect other things. And like armor has like all these different pieces, and there's all like there's like five different types of like weapon damage and vulner and you know vulnerabilities. And like weapon pieces, uh, armor pieces can even like give you. Uh, skill points right like points in your evasion or points in whatever you know Uh, it's got a really surprisingly intricate system and it looks really it's got a really cool visual aesthetic like all the armor pieces like there's like you know funny like uh, massive headphones you can wear or like crazy visors with like it's very like neon cyberpunk kind of Mm -hmm. thing but in a really fun way nice and uh, it's fucking awesome I mean I I was really blown away by like big thing about the game is the visual design is like out of this world like I think it looks fucking awesome Mm -hmm. Um, and it includes like really crazy like sweeping camera uh, like sort of set piece moments where like you're normally just isometric top down but you go into his zone and suddenly the camera sweeps way back and shows you this like crazy yawning like cavern into like a giant furnace kind of thing hmm. that's like powering the entire subsection of whatever you know yeah
2: yeah
0: like really neat like camera changing moments where they're showing you specific things and like showcasing specific parts of the levels um, it's just very basically fun and i was really surprised by the amount of depth and like complexity there for like extra gameplay and like the amount of like like the mm-hmm. hub is like really fun to explore there's like npc dialogue you know side quests and shit all these different vendors mm. like it's just like really surprisingly big and like it seems like a rich a rich game and i i didn't really i thought it was just kind of going to be like a surface running gun shooter you okay. know nice. um, yeah really blown away and like it's uh it got me to after i played with him like he he i think he immediately bought the game the day after pretty much and uh me too, I, like, immediately erased my character and, like, started a new one just to, like, play with the character creator mm-hmm. and, like, run through the first couple hours again to, like, try yeah. different stuff or, like, look for loot crates I may have missed or something. Mm. You know, like, shit like that. But, like, it, it really got me immediately, like, into the systems. Cool. And, like, Googling, like, you know, which attributes go with which things and what should I pump and right, you know, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was one of the appeals to Elden Ring too <laughs> was just the, the vastness of it and just being, like, there's so much to this. Like, I do want to... You know, find out what is good. You know, yeah. I mean, I can't sure. just do this on my own. <laughs> I mean, like uh, asking you every two seconds I'm like, what's it? Is this good? Is this good? Yeah, is this good? yeah. And it's like
0: it's it's really special when games get you enough to get you to think about those kinds of things outside like, of playing it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. To
1: find yourself like actually contemplating the game and what you're going to be doing. It's like, dude, that is a sign of a quality game.
0: I think I've thought about The Ascent more than I played it. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. for more time than I spend playing the game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, b- I bought the soundtrack, too, and the OST is awesome. Hmm. It's, like, fucking awesome, like, cyberpunk-style uh, nice. music. It's a, it's a little bit, it's very Neon Dreams, but, like, and it's a bit more, it's a bit, maybe a bit more Deus Ex than, a bit, than Cyberpunk 2077, mm. but still pretty cool, uh, pretty cool cyberpunk music, and I'm probably going to use it in a role-playing game of nice. the tabletop game at some point in time, right? Nice. But, um, yeah, just really good shit. Like, uh, I've only played a few hours but would strongly recommend The Ascent. It's very affordable. It's 40 bucks. <laughs> um, it works well. It's Is it PS5 exclusive? No, it's PS4 also. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is gorgeous. Uh, it plays well. It's fun. It's fast. It's um, it's got a lot of depth. Like, uh, really? you know, there's, there's not much not to like. I don't know. Wow, cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of like I think it's the next Aliens Fireteam ish game for me, hmm. just in the sense of like it's a fun multiplayer game that's probably going to get me to spend a lot of hours by myself too. Nice. So yeah, and it's good enough that it's now fi- it's now fighting for my attention over Elden Ring, which is yeah, I think it's pretty impressive. Pretty cool. Yes, yeah.
1: pretty yeah. huge. Yeah. I know,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't wait to play more, man. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I guess... Two minutes? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. Uh, so that's, you know, that's what we've been playing. Yep. We'll come back and we'll tackle some news. Sounds good. Uh, on the news. Yep. Uh, number one, Sons of the Forest delayed to October. Uh, this was March 25th. Uh, I'm getting this news off IGN. IGN is getting it directly off Forest developer End Night Games' Twitter account, uh, which just announced, Hey everyone, over these past few weeks, we have realized that our May 2022 release date for Sons of the Forest was overly ambitious. To be able to deliver our vision on the next step in survival games, we've decided to move our release date to October 2022, the team at End Night. Uh, and there was a cute little five second video that was uh, as entertaining as Sons of the Forest video- videos usually are, which is pretty good. Mm. This game was recently uh, given a May 2022 release date. Uh, last November, they-, they made it May 2022. That was um, on our What We're Excited About episode. Mm-hmm. That was my like, number three or something, I can't remember. Right. Uh, so I was actually pretty bummed uh, by this news, but at the same time, good. Yeah, I'm totally comfortable waiting, <laughs> and like I'm really happy that... I mean, they're not announcing it like two days before it comes out. Yeah, and like, yeah. Out of anybody, I mean, The Forest and Night Games is like one of my most trusted developers at this point in time. I think they seem really cool. Their games are like affordable. Uh, they the end product was extremely polished. Like, I don't know about the early versions of The Forest, mm-hmm. but the one I played was like in really really good shape. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can't wait for this game, and I'm I'm happy to wait another few months. Yeah, but. I think it's good for them to delay. Um, yeah. If
1: they're not going to put out a finished product, you know? For sure, for uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Much better than just, you know, oh, yeah, no, here you go, guys. And uh, well, yeah, yeah, the patch is coming. Um,
0: yeah, like I kind of wish that Techland would do that mm-hmm. instead of, you know what I mean? like, yeah. They, yeah. they have, I mean, I get it. You know, Techland has a lot more pressure than the mm-hmm. Night Games does, right? Because Night Games is an incredibly small company. Right, and how many
1: years have people been waiting on Dying Light 2?
0: Exactly, yeah, a lot, like yeah. a lot. Yeah. Very long time. So not everyone has that freedom, but really happy to see it's happening in this case. Absolutely. Um, And and again, not day, not two days before. For sure, for sure. I mean, I let me just go back to the news list for a second because I wanted to talk about another game that I was that that this made me think of. Yeah, this is in the news that we're not going to cover, but there was a the. I don't know how to pronounce this, but ID at Xbox Showcase or ID at Xbox Showcase that's in conjunction with Twitch Gaming. It's like a big Xbox Showcase that is, I think, mostly uh, indie stuff Mm -hmm. from what I understand and a bunch of Xbox exclusives. But yeah, at the ID at Xbox Showcase, uh, which is number 10 on the list of shit that we're not going to talk about, um... They had two games that I thought looked interesting. Flintlock was one of them. Uh, That's by the developers of Ashen, for anyone who knows that game. It is a small-time company that did a game that's kind of like Dark Souls Mm. that was pretty neat, and I think Flintlock looks interesting. Uh, But the thing I really want to talk about is there was, again, there was no light footage. There is no light originally came from, I think, Gamescom last year, and it was supposed to have come out last November. End of November? Last November? It does ring a bell. It's like a 2D, really fast, like, action. Like like sword going back and forth like pixel art but like very very quick frenetic action yeah I thought it looked awesome I still think it looks awesome and I really like that Sons of the Forest is doing their announcement this way because unlike There Is No Light There Is No Light was announced to come out in November they completely missed it I was like where the fuck is this game like shouldn't it have been out by now I go check I'm like yeah it should have been out by now I google it I find nothing. I eventually find some like totally small potato website that I've never heard of. Maybe it was worthplaying.com or something. I I can't remember. And they have a really, really tiny blurb from the developer saying, we didn't make the November release date. Here's a free beta or something. Go check it out and we'll release soon kind of thing. Hmm. But like it was, I mean, I couldn't even, by Googling like uh, there is no light release date news, I couldn't really reliably find anything about what the game got. So there just was effectively no announcement about that delay. And finally, There Is No Light comes back in the It at Xbox showcase. Um, I know we're getting off topic, but it's related. Uh, Finally, it comes back at the It at Xbox showcase and they say, yeah, they give it a new trailer. It still looks really cool. Uh, And it says now coming out this year. Hmm. So it's like they went from last November to saying nothing to I had to figure out that like it actually wasn't coming out and hmm. like they said it was delayed but they didn't say when. So Yeah, just that's, was like, that's too, uh, I don't know. That's I mean, pretty it, shitty. It kind of pissed me off. Yeah, because I was really excited about that game and when the release date came and went and there was nothing, I was just like, well, what the fuck? I mean, like, am I supposed to care about this anymore? Like, what's, can you can you tell me? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I like that the Sons of the Forest and Night Games just got out ahead of this and was like, yeah. Yeah, we missed it. Yeah, um, it's three. It's like three months or two months before it was supposed to happen. They're yeah, like okay, it's not going to happen. We're realizing now. <laughs> you know, we're telling you in advance. Like, and I mean, they would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, anyways, I love these guys, and right. I, I can't wait to play some of the forest. And like go I'm not as into it, excited. but. Um, but I am curious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although I guess you weren't, uh, I was of the two of us, I was probably the most in oh, yeah. the forest, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really my jam.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of love those kinds of games. Well, on to number two. Stalker 2's developer is reportedly partially relocating from Ukraine to the Czech Republic. Uh, now, I got this news off Video Games Chronicle. 23rd March. Video Games Chronicle gets this from Czech site Vortex that's reporting that Ukrainian studio GSC Game World is planning a move from its Kiev studio to a new office in Prague as its home nation continues to be invaded by Russian forces. Uh, Although it doesn't appear to be a complete relocation of the entire studio, Vortex reports that according to its own reliable source, quote-unquote, part of the team is indeed heading to the Czech Republic where they are already registering for business. Uh, the movie's taking place so that GSC Game World can, can continue to work on Stalker 2 which has officially been on hold since the Russian invasion started I believe there was a tweet from the company around the time of the beginning of the invasion saying like you know By the way, uh, we will probably not be developing too much during wartime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair. Just FYI. (laughs) That's uh, very. Uh, uh, Not particularly surprising. Yeah, really.
1: I'd be surprised if they didn't.
0: (laughs) You know? Yeah. They just
1: continued work as normal.
0: Totally, totally. Um, So there's not that much to say about this. Uh, I kind of mostly, yeah, sorry. It was a GSC Game World video posted on its YouTube channel in early March, confirming the development of Stalker 2 was put on hold as it dealt with the ongoing Russian invasion in the home country. You know, they want to keep working on it. Uh, They're at least partially relocating their offices. It looks like they're probably mostly relocating their offices and just having, like, a really small skeleton crew in Ukraine. Um, Unsurprisingly, GSC Game World is very pro-Ukraine. The last thing they said in their video was, on the 24th of February, Russia declared war on Ukraine and sent rockets, tanks, and soldiers to our homeland. Our country is forced to fight for, z- for its existence again. Seems like this is the price of freedom. Showing footage of explosions in various areas of Ukraine. The video adds, this video is our answer to the how are you guys question. Now we are striving to help our employees and their families to survive. The game development shifted to the sidelines, but we will definitely continue. After the victory, glory to Ukraine. So, you know, uh, they are, like I said, unsurprisingly very pro-Ukraine. And... Um, I guess I kind of, uh, you know, we haven't really talked much about uh, the sort of the state of affairs with uh, Russia and Ukraine, right? Um, and I kind of I thought this was maybe just a nice opportunity to to give the listeners the impression that we're not uh, disregarding the, <laughs> the current events. Um, I guess we just, you know, uh, Teague and I have, I suppose, very mixed opinions about uh, the entire situation over there, and I guess we were a bit sort of loath to get into like a you know heavy political discussion or something. Yeah,
1: no, but, I mean, <clears throat> not really. Mixed, more just like yeah, war is bad. Um, war is invasion bad. is bad. No, yeah, there, yeah. there is no. I, I don't think there really is a pro Russia side here. You
2: know? I I um, wanted
0: to quote uh, followed three with an awesome, but I was like <laughs> it's probably not the time. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. war never changes. Mm. Isn't that the followed uh, followed three I don't line? Know. War never changes. I think it is. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Actually, yeah, it's, like, it's a good line. Um, but uh, but all
1: in all, yeah, war is bad. War's uh, invasion bad. bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, good for them for, you know. I don't know, continue to work elsewhere.
0: Good for them. I mean, I guess I I was a little excited because I was like, um, yeah, I just have a lot uh, emotionally invested in Stalker 2. Uh, So, happy to see that they're trying to, I mean, Stalker 2 has been having a bit of a rough road.
1: So, they're
0: moving their studios, they're, they're, I'm curious about
1: their, they're moving employees over to the Czech? Because I thought there was conscription
0: over there. I don't know. Uh, you might be right. I didn't think they uh-huh. were letting
1: any males, uh, under 60, between 18 and 65 leave the country.
0: Oh, in Ukraine? Yeah. it's Pretty a great sure question. it was conscription. I don't know. I mean, what it says here is, again from the Video Games Chronicle article, although it doesn't appear to be a complete relocation of the entire studio, Vortex reports, this is the Czech uh, website, mm-hmm. reports that according to its own reliable source, quote, unquote, part of the team is indeed heading to the Czech Republic where they're already registering for business. Uh, and then there's more information about a Czech correspondent uh, working with, um, working with GSC Game World to give them like a sort of a, a a big list of like the ten things you need to do to like work in the country kind of mm-hmm. thing. So you know, helping them to uh, giving them information about like what they need to do if they want to work there. I, I suppose I presume that. Um, they're not affected by the conscription for whatever reason, I guess. I I don't know. Yeah. You know.
1: I I don't know. I could be wrong too. I just was under the impression that it was um between males between eighteen and sixty couldn't leave the country.
0: Maybe it depends on like what sector you're in or I, I you know, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know too much about the actual situation in Ukraine. Um I guess part of the reason why I've been reticent to talk about it is because uh, I have actual family there or I, s- I suppose in-laws I guess you, you would call That's it family uh, dude pretty much yeah it's family uh, I mean we're you know we're legally married so uh I've I've met them they're they're uh, <laughs> they're nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah um, I guess my my family in the area lives in Odessa um I don't think there's anybody that my girlfriend in my girlfriend's family in in Kiev uh, she grew up in in Kiev a little bit when she was younger, but um, I don't think there's any family there. Mm. Uh, oh, maybe like a distant cousin, perhaps. Um, but anyways, so I mean, I I know very little about it, but I hear I hear rumblings from them. Uh, so I guess I have a you know kind of a big emotional component there for sure. Um, I also went there recently-ish with my with my uh, girlfriend, and um, really enjoyed spending time in both Kiev and and uh, Odessa. So. I don't know, man. I, I don't know about the conscription. I didn't, didn't hear about that from uh, from the relatives. So, you know, not sure. But um, I guess, I mean, clearly the, the they are able to. Otherwise, they wouldn't even be talking about it, right?
1: Right. Well, unless they just, you know, it's all so. the women from the company.
0: Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But
1: uh, That's part of the staff, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of the staff. I, I don't so know. So maybe
1: they have a couple of employees don't. over Maybe 16? they're all
0: remote? And there's just the remote ones are going to... I don't I don't know. I have... No, yeah, no. Like, I think they're not all... Uh, I think at least some of them are remote, so maybe it has to do with that, but I'm, honestly, I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, I guess I'm just happy to hear that they're keeping on with the development. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah, you've
1: been waiting on this game for... You've been excited about this for a very long time, right?
0: Yeah, very, very long time, yeah. And um, I, on the Sacred Symbols podcast recently, he was saying how... Colin was saying how... Um, he was acting like it was a foregone conclusion that Stalker was coming to PlayStation. I still feel like there's actually no official confirmation whatsoever. Mm. Of the I mean, we know it's an Xbox timed exclusive, but that doesn't actually mean it's coming to PlayStation. It just right. means it's a timed exclusive on Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's probably coming to PlayStation, but uh, so I won't pretend that it definitely is. But it's, it seems like uh, there'd be really no reason not to. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited about the game. I'm kind of happy to hear, I guess, that the company is like doing all right, <laughs> you know, getting by kind of thing. Like, uh, trying to hedge their bets with like, how they can still manage to keep, keep doing development on the game. And uh, it was already delayed uh, out of, I want to say, it was supposed to be this April. Yeah, I think it was this April it was coming out. It was right around my birthday. It was mm. this April, uh, and it got delayed to, I want to say, November, although I can't recall, is the last thing we re- we reported on. And then it was just, you know, development put on hold indefinitely while the tensions uh, rise in, uh, in Ukraine. Right. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully it, uh, it gets on track. And um, yeah. I guess I, I feel for them, because I feel like it's been a pretty long, rough development cycle. Yeah. So moving on to number three. Uh, Marauders, new PvE plus PvP looter shooter FPS. I'm a little annoyed by saying that. <laughs> Announced. Uh, this is off IGN, March 22nd. And uh, yeah, this is written by Ryan McCaffrey at IGN. Uh, and I actually could not find where the source was in the article, which leads me to believe that maybe it was just uh, an exclusive reveal with IGN, although I can't really tell. It could have also been off um, Small Impact Games' Twitter. Hmm. Uh, or, or perhaps uh, from publisher Team17, but regardless, uh, Ryan McCaffrey seems to have broken this story. Uh, developer Small Impact Games and publisher Team17 have announced Marauders, a new space pirate looter shooter, first-person shooter. Wow, that's a long. That's a, that's a mouthful. For up to four players, it will be released in PC early access later in 2022. Uh, now I know this is a console gaming podcast, and the reason why I got I'm still getting excited is because it looks very much like the kind of game that would. Totally come to uh, console yeah. right after that. Like, it has console written all over it. It me. does. Uh, Marauders is a highly replayable diesel punk themed space pirate FPS set in an early 1990s alternate future. You'll make raids and try to survive, upgrading your gear through XP along the way, gear that will persistently stay with you from match to match. Check out the first trailer above and first screenshots in the gallery below. With a PvE or PvP combat loop of raid, loot, and escape, Marauders is not all about boots on the ground, shooting, I'll leave out that bad pun. It's also got space dogfights, pitting your ship against others. You can upgrade your ship, scavenge parts to build a new one, or even just acquire someone else's by force. Weapons, meanwhile, can be upgraded by mods and earned in game, Excuse me, and earned in-game XP will get you those persistent gear upgrades. Your first chance to play Marauders is very soon at the WASD in London from April seventh to nine. That's what we got. It's um, pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, Watch the trailer. Tell me, tell me what you think about the. I watched the trailer. I
1: uh, made me think of Firefly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: and um, that's a good uh,
0: good comparison. It looked like fun. Are you familiar with the Crimson Skies games? No. No, they were like a weird um it was a series of games. I think someone made a role-playing game out of it at some point in time. It's maybe the Shadow the same guys who made Shadowrun did the ta- the tabletop RPG. My buddy Matt was really into it. They had a few games on consoles and the Crimson Skies universe was kind of like a steampunk universe where everyone was flying like propeller ships, hmm. and it was a weird kind of alternate reality like propeller ships game, okay. and it w- you would dogfight with these ships, but like there was a kind of like a really interesting world behind everything. Hmm. It g- gave me vague thoughts of those games when I saw the sort of um, the ships panning along the other ships fighting and shooting their like old yeah. style guns. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I kind of felt like a little bit of the the fun parts of that that old series maybe is in this. I was mostly intrigued by the. I just felt like the actual gunplay looked pretty solid. Um, I like the idea of PVE, whatever the hell. Yeah. Um, yeah the raiding. Yeah. Me I, too. I really me like
1: too. the idea of raiding. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. To me, that's like one of the most fun things
0: to do in a game, for um, sure. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It just looks really cool. It looks interesting, and I felt also the um, the addition of uh, dogfighting. It's kind of like. I wouldn't have expected that from this FPS because it looks like a perfectly fine FPS on its own like I'm like does it even need dogfighting who knows but it's kind of like that's a fantastic little like additional candy to throw in your bag kind mm-hmm. of thing you know mm-hmm. like it's like that sounds like a great change of pace from like you know blowing things up with your gun kind of thing I think so um, and yeah I just also I thought the art was really appealing I don't know
1: yeah there's something about
0: it art style was working for me mm-hmm. yeah yeah check it out it looks pretty interesting
1: yeah check the trailer
0: small impact games I guess right before we go um, they are not known for much. They're a UK-based studio. They have some really impressive um, concept art and concept work on their page. As far as I can tell, the only actual other released game from Small Impact is the Black Death, which is some sort of—I mean, I, l- I checked it out before we did this—some sort of weird survival medieval life simulator exploring the time of the time of the plague and the impact and destruction across Western Europe. So, and it was a PC-only game. Um, it looks interesting I don't know I mean these guys are relatively unknown yeah so we will see but they're new and they're different and I like that yep Um, So, moving on to number four. CD Projekt Red confirms a new Witcher game is in development, will use Unreal Engine 5. This is uh, March 21st, I got this off IGN. CD Projekt Red has confirmed that a new Witcher game is currently in development, it will use Unreal Engine 5. While not much has been revealed about this upcoming game, the announcement did confirm that it will be, quote unquote, kicking off a new saga for the franchise and a new technology partnership with Epic Games. No development time frame or release date were given either, but CG- CD Pro Red did share a teaser image, which you can see below. Uh, it's got a funky, like, wolf medallion. It looks very Witcher, uh, along with the new phrase, a new saga begins. CD Projekt did state, however, that, quote-unquote, we are not planning on making the game exclusive to one storefront, despite working with Epic. There was also no word as to whether G-G-Gerald? Gerald? 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 There was also no word as to whether Geralt of Rivia would star in this new saga, but the medallion does appear to be of a similar fashion to Geralt's wolf medallion. That is just one of those that were given to Witcher candidates from the School of the Wolf after they passed the Trial of the Grasses. I never played The Witcher. Uh, this is all. Well, actually, I played Witcher 2 briefly, which was pretty cool. The medallion is covered in snow, so it could be one. It, so it could be one from the School of Cat or a new school altogether. But we will have to wait to find out.
1: Well, if it's a wolf, it's not from the School of Cat, is it?
0: They said the medallion's covered in snow So it could be from the school of cat Maybe that's I don't know man I mean you're the expert If one of us is No expert
1: But I I was (laughs) under the impression That their medallion Was the school they were from So like I I think there was a dragon one
0: That makes sense to me (laughs) I don't know Maybe I'm crazy Maybe it had (laughs) nothing to do with anything And they're all wolf as my, as my real estate agent would say, that's logic. Um, the move to Unreal Engine 5 is also notable, as CD Projekt Red had used their own proprietary Red Engine technology to build their games since The Witcher 2: Assassins of Kings. Did you ever see the fucking trailer for Witcher 2? It's a it's like a cinematic trailer, probably with the dude on the boat. Yeah, and it totally. goes And the, the mm-hmm. heavy metal at the end mm-hmm. and the freeze frame slow mo. Yeah, totally. Saw that. I think it's my favorite cinematic. A gameplay trailer I've ever seen. Hmm. Like, and I didn't like that game that much, but I watched that trailer like ten times, maybe. Hmm. If you you should go Google like go Google that now. Yeah, no, if you I definitely I definitely
1: have seen it. It's I, fucking amazing. He's, he's a stockier, short guy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's
0: one of the coolest videos I've ever seen. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, the trailers for The Witcher Three were insane. I don't remember them very well, dude. Yeah, um, I may have
1: never seen them. Okay, there's you're going to have to watch a compilation of all of the trailers, okay. and I swear, you're going to be like, fuck, where's the rest? I want yeah. I just want to watch more. Well, like- that
0: Witcher 2 trailer really sold me on the game, mm-hmm. when they, much more so than any of the gameplay kind of <laughs> Yeah, fair uh, enough. Anyways, what is there else that's useful to say here? Not much. While this new Witcher game will utilize Unreal Engine 5, CD Projekt Red did say that Red Engine is, quote-unquote, still being used for the development of the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 expansion. And that's pretty much all there is here. CD Projekt confirmed that it's learned a quote-unquote huge lesson. Uh And hopefully that translates to many fewer problems for the launch of this new Witcher game. I'll believe it when I see it. I absolutely will not buy this for a very long time. Um. In 2020, CD Projekt confirmed that it would return for the world of The Witcher after Cyberpunk 2077 is released, so this is not particularly surprising. Yeah, Uh, but
1: it's not The Witcher 4, right?
0: Yeah, they said it would not be The Witcher 4, a continuation of Geralt's story. So I guess they're going in a different... Could it be
1: another Gwent game?
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, because (laughs) I think that the guy helming the current development of Witcher 4, again, I I apologize if I'm wrong, but I believe that he was from the Gwent. Like, he's involved in the Gwent project somehow in a really big way. Doesn't necessarily mean anything. No, not at all. And Gwent was actually a... Like, the uh, the inclusion of Gwent in Witcher 3 made the game far greater than it would have been otherwise, right? Like, it was a really, really cool... I never figured it out. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Is that, Yeah, like, you don't you... have to. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I watched Joel play, like, countless hours of Gwent. Mm. And it was, like, a fully functioning, like, really cool card game. Mm. You know, he loved it. Uh, anyways, um, so that's pretty much all there is to say there. Uh, I mean, I guess... When I saw this, I kind of wondered, particularly with the move to, Res- to Unreal Engine Five from Red Engine, I was like, "Okay, is this the final absolute death knell for Cyberpunk multiplayer?" Because if they're moving to a new engine, there's just no fucking way that they would go back to Red Engine and like work with that long enough to develop multiplayer in it. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bitter about. Uh, the oh, fact yeah. that they didn't uh, provide me with I actually was working out in my head before I got here I was like what's the slew of curse words in particular That I would like to use to describe CD, uh, CD Projekt's lack of multiplayer Support in uh, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk But I'll just say that I'm bitter And um, yeah I still kind of am uh, Not over the fact that they didn't give me the multiplayer Oh yeah, um, no, I, I have
1: zero faith in them now And um, that can be re-earned But yeah. like, Presently I, I don't expect Anything at all from them Yeah Anything. Um, basically, I expect a shittier Gwent version game to come out, <laughs> and that's what this is. You know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I, I expect the worst possible thing
0: that it could happen, and and then I'm gonna be pleasantly surprised. What it makes me wonder is like, is the Cyberpunk expansion gonna suffer because they're moving to Unreal Engine Five mm. and they're moving away from Red Engine? You know, and that kind of concerns me. Because mm. I still, uh, I mean, I. Despite the how much I loathe um, the company's management for both not delivering on what they said they would, uh, particularly in terms of multiplayer, although they didn't deliver in many other ways also, but despite that I really like the game Mm -hmm. and I I still really enjoy the Cyberpunk game I actually I just I mean I've been on a Cyberpunk music sort of kick lately Mm. and I just purchased the soundtrack for the the OST for Cyberpunk 2077 too and it's really good like Mm. it's uh, it's some fantastic uh, Cyberpunk like mood music Um, so I like that game a lot and even though it's not the best game ever it's uh, and it's a weak open world game in a lot of ways it still has a really cool flavor to it and like I I dig the world you know Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the pen and paper game too so whatever but um yeah so I guess I'm concerned that like you know does this mean that like even the expansions for Cyberpunk are going to suck because they're like moving away from the engine and they're like not going to care about supporting it but I don't know again I have zero faith Um, so we'll just see are you excited about a new Witcher no yeah. I Not don't at all. I couldn't I mean,
1: care less about anything that CD Project does unless it was adding multiplayer to yeah. Um, yeah. Cyberpunk.
0: I Uh, wonder how other people feel about this, but um, I mean, maybe we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm just bitter. Listen, Um, if anyone feels like it who's listening to this, like, write into the show and, like, tell us, like, are you actually excited about these things? Mm -hmm. Or, like, do you care about Witcher 4? Or are you so so uh, ultimately so burned by Cyberpunk that it's like.
1: I would be more excited if they said Witcher 4 is coming out than the next Witcher game. That's interesting. It's the same with uh, GTA, and everybody's saying, well, GTA 6 is announced, and it's like the next in the GTA. <laughs> Whatever, and I'm like, yeah. I just why couldn't you be a little clearer? Yeah, and just you I hear know, that. Yeah. Uh, you know, GTA Six. Okay, great. You know, but uh, I don't know this. The next in the line, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Rubs you the wrong way. It's, it sounds like political speak, you know. Yeah, a um, little bit. Yeah. Well, they are, they're they're uh, really good at that. Double speak, <laughs> and, like they're saying something, uh, but they don't actually mean it. For sure. Um, for sure. So I don't know, but uh, <laughs> whatever. I'm overly bitter with uh, with them, so. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's not, uh, they certainly don't deserve as much bitterness as I have to, uh,
0: towards them. Uh, I don't think. not convinced. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm bitter. <laughs> uh, they really, they fucked us pretty hard. Mm. Like, let's be honest. Like, they fucked everyone pretty hard.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. They did. Yeah. Like, they delivered on some shit, and it took, like, a long time, like wh- I mean, we're now like the next gen version just came out, and it's fucking March. The game's over a year old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not last of December, right? It was the December before last December yeah. that
1: it came out. I do believe
0: that's a long fucking time, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it they is. delivered something.
1: Yeah, no, no, maybe pretty they late. Do, maybe they do <laughs> deserve some hate from me. But, and they
0: uh, still promised me multiplayer that they never that they're never going to give.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually they said it
0: were, they were shipping with it. That's right? the only like, thing later you'll get you'll get it later for sure.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. actually the only thing that pissed me off. I don't care about me the, too the game being yeah. you know getting your money back for whatever the having the return policy them taking it off the store. I don't care about any of that. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I straight up bought it because of the promise of multiplayer.
0: I fucking hear you, man. I mean, it's like that's the same. Like I still like I feel with Techland that like. Yes, I don't like buggy games, but I don't think I would have minded if I bought a buggy game from Techland and I, they supported it later. Yeah, but Techland I, didn't promise me like a multiplayer mode that they're just like after like six months they're like you know what that was a dumb thing to promise. Like yeah, our bad. exactly, and like, also like know.
1: as buggy as it was, I rolled the credits twice. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. dude, that's a lot of fucking gameplay.
0: And like, I know you had crazy bad experiences with the bugs, but, like, there definitely was some people talking about the bugs being rough when yeah. it released, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like no one knew because Mm-mm. they had doctored footage and they only had PC versions. Exactly. you Remember, I mean, Cyberpunk? Yeah, like, dude. They only had PC versions, and they weren't even allowed to show their own footage for mm-hmm. the reviews, mm-hmm. right? They could say whatever they wanted, but they could only show... The doctored footage. They knew full well. Oh yeah, they yeah, knew yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what no, they, they were they doing. They done fucked everyone pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was really bad. right like, You should not. You should not forgive CD Projekt. No. Like maybe Witcher four will be great, or Witcher whatever will be great, mm-hmm. but it's not because they're great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's not because their management is great, at least. Yeah. But anyways, uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number five: Resident Evil two, three, and seven getting PS five and Xbox X slash S upgrades. Uh, this is March fifteenth. I got this off IGN. Subheading, and you can carry over your save data if you decide to upgrade to the PS5, Xbox Series S versions. Uh, this is by Ryan Dinsdale, and uh, IGN got this off the official Resident Evil Twitter account. Just the I... fact
1: that you can transfer save data? Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Well.
0: Those who currently own these games on PS4 and Xbox One will be eligible for a digital upgrade at no additional cost. And they came with uh, several you know, sexy pictures of uh, awesome Resident Evil screenshots. Hmm. Yeah, there's an update 11 days later, from again, from the uh, Resident Evil Twitter account. Mm. We're happy to confirm that save data from the original PS4 and Xbox One versions of these games will carry over to their respective upgraded versions. DLC that comes with Resident Evil 7 Gold Edition will also transfer over as well, exclamation point. So basically, I mean, yeah, there was the announcement that like we're suddenly getting uh, current-gen versions of these, mm-hmm. 2, 3, and 7. Uh, Village already had a PS5. And uh, now we know that all the save data will carry over, too. Unbelievable! Which is fucking awesome! Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, listen. This is if you're unhappy with companies like uh, who's the fucking uh, Gran Turismo Seven P- Polyphony, Polyphony Digital. So if you're unhappy with people like Polyphony Digital uh, releasing shit like Gran Turismo Seven that like tries to extort you know like just wrench the dollars out of you by squeezing you as dry as they possibly can. Maybe go support companies like uh, Capcom who just gives you free PS5 versions of their older games like years later for no additional cost.
1: Who save data can transfer?
0: With save data that's going to transfer. Like dude. Each of the three titles will be updated to include ray tracing, high frame rate, and 3D audio. The PS5 versions will also utilize the DualSense controller's haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. Uh, That's it. Hey. They're amazing. Yep. Yeah. Download I can't. I'm, Capcom. I can't. I mean, I can't wait. I'm gonna. Da- I'm gonna download. I mean, to me, RE three remake, from what I understand, is definitely the worst of the two. Uh, although also a very competent game. Uh, but RE two remake is like I still maintain that it's like one of the. It's. I think it's one of the best games ever made. Like I, it's. It's really fucking good. Mom? Like it's a really good example of craft. It's like it's. It's yeah. I mean, if you want survival horror, third person with a cool story, amazing atmosphere, like fantastic visuals, like really satisfying gameplay, some truly terrifying moments, mm-hmm. like you can't do much better than that. I yeah. believe it. Uh, and the really cool thing about RE2 Remake also was that it was like 100% faithful recreation of the original spirit of RE2. Right. With everything updated. Mm-hmm. You know, but like everything that was that made the original game good is intact, right? You no, know? like the the soul of the game is intact. Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, RE7 is like remains. I think my favorite. Um, hmm. So that's pretty neat to have an upgrade to Yeah, uh, those graphics were already fantastic, and I they can really only were. Only imagine they would get slightly better. That's cool. Yep, Remember big what? time. Yeah. yeah. Number six, infamous Dark Souls hacker is now in Elden Ring, says he wants to be caught. Subtitle, invading and soft banning players. That head ta- headline was off IGN. IGN got this from an original reporting by Kotaku. Uh, now apparently this character, Malcolm Reynolds, uh, is his name, who's been hacking from software games since Dark Souls 3, invades worlds before killing players with hacked, practically undefeatable spells. The overwhelming power isn't the issue, though. As Kotaku reports, these spells also add illegal items into the defending player's inventory that were only intended to be used in the development process. When the defeated player comes back to life, Elden Ring detects that they have these illegal items and bans them, meaning they can only play online with other cheaters going forwards. Reynolds said he's forcing players into digital exile to make a point to from software. Telling Kotaku he wants to get caught, he calls himself a necessary evil that the developer should use as a lesson to implement better anti-cheat software. Despite claiming a noble cause, however, Reynolds has uploaded YouTube videos of his cheating, killing, and soft-banning while making jokes at his victim's expense. This guy sounds amazing. He's a troll. (laughs) 100%. If Reynolds does invade a game, the best thing to do, according to Dark Souls 3 Reddit post from six years ago, is disconnect or close the software, or suicide, to avoid being killed by him. It's no surprise Reynolds has made an appearance again, given his history with other From Software titles and the sheer popularity of Elden Ring. And that's pretty much all there is to say. So I don't know, what do you think, Teague?
1: I think it's pretty funny. He's a dick, but um, <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean,
1: I don't, I don't get what he wants them. He wants them to.
0: He wants them to fix it so that he can't do that. Mm-hmm. He wants them to fix the exploit he's using mm-hmm. that allows them to do that.
1: Right, but I mean, like, what's involved in that? Like, again, if he's, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, if he's a fucking software engineer that like yeah. is an idiot savant when it comes to this shit, like, what the fuck do you expect? Um,
0: it's still kind of an awesome taunt.
1: It's funny, <laughs> um, but it's pretty.
0: I don't know. Malicious, <laughs> super malicious. Yeah. Um, I mean, I sure as heck wouldn't want to be softbanned and forced to play with only other cheaters. Right. That right. would be terrible. Yeah, that I'd would be terrible. I just started account. Yeah. Oh, but I wonder but if I, it does your IP. I don't know. I feel like the message he's trying to send it from software is more like. Hey, when you soft ban these people for having illegal items, if they can come from a source like me, then there's a problem with your soft banning. Yeah. Okay. Right? Is maybe sense, kind of yeah. the
1: message. That could be. But yeah. I mean,
0: listen, you can, we can speculate all we want to Reynolds's uh, true motivations. They're probably not that virtuous. I don't. Um, it. But it's still kind of cool that it's it's a more fun way than usual to encourage a company to like maybe plug the holes in your. Yeah. Because yeah. he's coming out and saying it, right? Yeah. He, yeah he's yeah, making yeah. it as blatant as possible and being like. I wonder if that's his actual name. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I was curious about that, too. Yeah, I wonder, because people were saying in the, in the Kotaku article was referencing the fact of, like, like watch out for this guy and, like, disconnect as soon as you see him, because, mm-hmm. like, you don't want this to happen to you. But, like, I I mean, do we know what his, like, handle name is? Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Like, like what how na- are we supposed what... to
1: know this? Like...
0: <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, it's this kind of stuff that makes me happy that, I mean, I think that this is not possible on console. I don't know, but... Uh, I think it's only a PC exploit.
1: It wouldn't no. surprise me. Um, yeah, yeah. Red Dead had some similar shit. Uh, <laughs> Red Dead Online, uh, there was some similar stuff where people would do something like that. You know, they'd mm-hmm. like spawn in like treasure chests or something, um, and then when you take the stuff, it's like it triggers something that gets you booted. You know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like you're not supposed to have this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So people do that sort of stuff. Um, But again, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's mostly PC. I hope so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, if you're playing on uh, PC, watch out for the infamous hacker Malcolm Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm Reynolds. (laughs) Uh, Should we move on? Yep. Moving on to number seven. Elite Dangerous ends development on consoles. Headline off IGN reads, The Odyssey expansion will no longer arrive on PlayStation or Xbox. Uh, Elite Dangerous on console won't receive any new content, including the Odyssey expansion, as developer Frontier Developments has chosen to focus on improving the PC version. Frontier CEO and founder David Braben announced in a blog post that console versions will now only receive quote-unquote critical updates following a quote-unquote less than ideal launch of the major Odyssey update on PC last May. Odyssey was set to be a major step forward for the Elite Dangerous, I totally remember this coming out, but soon gained a mostly negative rating on Steam after thousands of players reported performance issues, problems with UI and several other bugs and game-breaking glitches. It's worth noting, by the way, that Braben is pretty much an indie team, Okay. right? Like, he's not a, they're not a, a giant developer. Though. Right. Like, it's not that surprising that there's uh, performance issues. Uh, and the game was, as far as I understand, quite stable before this, uh, this massive update. And you can also kind of, you can understand how an update like this, I mean, it added, like, I think, landing on planets, which wasn't a thing before. Okay. And it added entirely FPS combat. Hmm. Where it was just a space combat game before. Right. So you can imagine how that would maybe cost a bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The game has received a number of major updates to fix the issues on PC. But Braben Braben is also the original creator of this game, by the way, which dates back to like the 80s, which is pretty fucking impressive. Right. Yeah, Elite on like a, I want to say Commodore 64, but I'm not positive, was actually one of the first games ever made that was truly open world. It was like, a poly- I mean, it was polygons, like you could barely see graphics, but you, it was a randomly generated galaxy that was also theoretically infinite. I think. Huh. Yeah, it was pretty intense. And it's the original creator, or one of the two original creators is, is Braben. Um, the game has received a number of major updates to fix the issues on PC, but Braben said there was still a lot of work to be done, and the entire team needed to turn its attention to improving that version. He said, Since Odyssey's release in May 2021, we have worked tirelessly to improve the Odyssey experience on PC, and whilst we have made great progress, there is still more to be done. We have been supporting the pre Odyssey and post Odyssey core codebases since. Over the last several months, we've been wrestling with the way to move forward, and it is with a heavy heart that we have decided to cancel all console development. We need to be able to move forward with the story of the game, and in order for us to do this, we need to focus on a single codebase. Odyssey is the second paid expansion for Elite, and added planetary landings, FPS combat, and more. It was originally set to launch for console in autumn 2021, but the negative response to the PC version saw it push back indefinitely. Elite Dangerous is still available on PS4 and Xbox One and will seemingly continue to be playable for the time being, as Frontier developments didn't indicate that console servers would be shut down despite the lack of support going forward. So that's the story. It's really sad. I think Elite Dangerous is an incredibly cool production. It is also one of the most hardcore things you can play. (laughs) Hmm. It is completely like, if you thought Elden Ring and From Software Games in general could be a little unapproachable, you haven't seen anything like Hilly Dangerous. (laughs) 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 I tried this game once because I'm infinitely curious about the... It's one of these games where it's like, it's a crazy space pirate game Mm -hmm. where, like, you make a space pirate. You can, like, you can do merchant shit. You can just trade. You can bring goods from one place to another place and sell, like, buy low, sell high, and that's your career. You can be a guy who hunts other pirates. You can like help people hunt down other pirates. You can like do, I don't know, qu- like fetch quest missions for people probably. Right. Find random aliens to fight in the galaxy. It's one of these crazy games and like you're all in the same place, mm-hmm. so you can also like you can co-op with people sort of. But it's more like find random people in your world sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the the concept is so interesting and the graphics are so beautiful that it really it caught my attention and when I finally bought it and played it, I don't think I got out of the spaceport. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you talking about this. <laughs> to give you an idea of how repellent it can be to people who are not into like space sims. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is completely unapproachable. And I was like, I gave it a couple hours and I was like, Yep, I I really did should not have thought that I could play this. <laughs> Fair enough. But, I mean, it's a testament to how intri- intriguing the idea is that I even tried in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I just think the creator and the franchise itself, because uh, the original game was Elite from the 80s. This is the sequel. Um, it was a long time on PC and finally came to console. I was really impressed that he did console port. That's a little rare. Um, I don't blame him at all for, you know, canceling for the development. Because, I mean, people can still use their product. And knowing the kind of company they are, I don't think they're going to shut it down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Like, they seem pretty invested in, like, keeping everyone happy. Um, I don't know. It just it makes me a little sad. Yep, yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm happy to see that, uh, you know, they're consolidating, they're doing what they think is the best way for them to ensure the safety of the game going forwards. Right. But uh, to me, it's a bit of a sad day. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I never really played this truly... Um, but he was just, it's such a unique product that, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and this kind of thing just makes me, just bring, brings a little teardrop to nah, my Fair eye. enough. <laughs> um, moving on to number eight, PlayStation State of Play, March 2022. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, st- a PlayStation State of Play, March 10th. There's a really useful, uh, little IGN summary of, like, everything announced. Uh, it was basically 20 minutes of a show. You can find information on the PlayStation blog. You can find the official... Video uploaded on PlayStation's YouTube channel. Um, focus on Japanese publishers. First date of play of 2022, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, I sort of like skimmed through it. Uh, I didn't find this one too exciting. Um, the Japanese developers are unfortunately, unlike when I was a kid, I'm less enthralled by uh, the Japanese stuff than I used to be. But there's some interesting things out there. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is making a comeback. That's a super weird-ass like old-school JRPG fighting game uh, that I actually really like and friend of the show... Rami? Kung Fu Rami? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Rami was a big fan of uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, it's very, very niche, though. Mm. You know, like, it's a, it's a comic book, and it's, like, a, a super niche crowd. But, um, it's a cool game. Uh, so there's a new JoJo's announced. Uh, Capcom's Exo Primal that a lot of people are disappointed isn't a new Dino Crisis. Um, what else is there? TMNT's Cowabunga Collection, which I actually right. think is pretty cool. Huge, um, right? 12 games? Mm. It's, like, something like 12 to 14 games, spanning... Actual arcades, NES, SNES, Hyperstone Heist on Genesis, two Game Boy titles that look abysmally awful, but like, hey, it's Game Boy titles, and like, they're, you expect? they're collected in the first place ever, Mm-hmm. ever, I think. Like, I don't think they were on the Wii Virtual Console, hmm. right, like, when, the, when that stuff was coming out. Um, including, for me, the coolest thing is, I actually played a lot of Tournament Fighters on SNES, okay. but they have all three versions of Tournament Fighters. They have the NES version of Tournament Fighters, the SNES version, and the Genesis version of Tournament Fighters. Hmm. So pretty interesting package. Um, I think that's actually the most interesting thing for me. Um, there's a Gundam game that looks kind of meh. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo launch trailer. That looks interesting, but it's not my cup of tea. Um, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. Couldn't possibly care less. New gameplay of Forspoken. Mm-hmm. The slick-looking, kind of irritating protagonist game.
1: Wildly irritating.
0: Very irritating. I still find it irritating, despite the extremely slick-looking gameplay.
1: Oh, It looks amazing, but it doesn't sound playable.
0: It, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, some crazy kaiju brawler. <laughs> Uh, what else is there? there's some new footage for Trek to Yomi that's cool but I was already sold on that game and yeah I guess the last big big, uh, big announcement was Returnal Ascension uh, is getting campaign co-op update uh, which is later this month which is cool that's really cool yeah I was I was really really stoked to see um, Returnal adding online play unfortunately I don't really know that many people who have a PS5 but I do know that a friend of the show Matt just got a PS5 which is really exciting for him he's playing Elden Ring and um, yeah actually I played Risk of Rain 2 with Matt Online and Risk of Rain Two is the precursor to it's like the spiritual precursor to Returnal. Hmm. Like it's one of those games where it's like it's third person run and gun and just infinite arcade levels. Hmm. Enemies get harder and harder. There's like a timer, you yeah, know, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so Matt might be into this,
2: hmm.
0: um, and I don't know. I mean, Returnal. I've just been waiting for a price drop, because I find the $90 price tag is very steep.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I really, it's like I, I i believe that Returnal is a good game, but I absolutely cannot justify $90 for it. Just, no, not until you know you're going to be playing it a lot. You know? I mean, Elden Ring isn't even $90, no. and it's like, infinitely larger than well okay. I mean I guess I suppose Returnal is like a quote unquote endless game but mm-hmm. it's not that long, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's still like a level based arcade game, right? Right. Like, there are there's a limit to the amount of levels. But the game looks really cool. And uh, it does. I, I would love to try it. Yeah. Yep. That's what I got to say about that. Uh Bunga collection. I, I'm probably gonna get that. <laughs> I'm such a sucker for those kind of things. Yeah. Also TMNT one was I think the first NES video game that I had besides Mario. My aunt gave me my NES for Christmas one time and my parents hid it from me. And it's entirely possible that the course of my modern life would have been completely altered had I not found that secret NES stashed away in the attic (laughs) because they weren't going to give it to me. Oh, really? But I found it. Really? And so they had to and uh, yeah I think TMNT 1 is the first game I got after Mario wow which is like it's infamous for being one of the hardest uh, Nintendo games ever it was hard as balls Hmm. Um, sort of Battletoads level different but yeah similar yeah Yeah. different but equally like bash your head against yeah (laughs) yeah Anyways, I'll, I'll almost for sure be picking up that collection. Yeah. The only question for me about the TM the Cowabunga collection is how much is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't in the state of play, or at least that I noticed it wasn't there. And if it's like forty, that's like a bit high. But if it's only like twenty bucks or thirty bucks, even like no. I feel like it's a pretty easy in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyways, great way to revisit some old uh, classic you know, couch TMNT shit. Yeah, like from yeah. when you were like twelve. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I guess depending on the listener's age, but when I was like twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on to number nine. The original Dying Light just received a next-gen upgrade. This was March 9th. So, yeah, this was directly off the Dying Light's Twitter page. Uh, Update saying, Console players, a next-gen patch has come to PlayStation, bringing quality improvements and enhancing your gameplay experience even more. Try out the new video modes and enjoy the increased view distance while parkouring through Haran. Coming to Xbox soon? Stay tuned. And then they have a nice little picture that looks sort of vaguely like a roadmap. Just advertising... Uh, next-gen upgrade for ps5 and i guess ps4 pro Hmm. i suppose those um those adjustments were not in it before interesting Um, it's a free upgrade uh for the old dying light that came out in if i'm not wrong 2013. that long i think Uh, no i'm not sure Uh, 2015. 15 yeah big out of nowhere next-gen upgrade from the 2015 dying light Which falls, to me, thoroughly into the category of why the fuck would any company bother wasting time doing this? But it's totally amazing. It's amazing, (laughs) yep. I mean, um, I was listening to Sacred Symbols podcast. I mean, maybe you can weigh in on this, but on that podcast they were theorizing that a lot of people actually like the original Dying Light more than Dying Light 2, I don't know, but... um,
1: I bet it works better.
0: Well, it certainly works better, yeah. I mean, I even remember from my experience with Dying Light, which was like quite some time ago, I didn't feel that there was bugs. Mm. I'm sure there was bugs, but I didn't have the feeling that there was bugs.
1: I only played the Game of the Year edition. okay. So, you know, by that that point. I think it was
0: around the same time for me. mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, this next-gen upgrade advertises on PS5, three new video modes, performance with 60 FPS, full HD, balance mode targeting 60 FPS in QHD. I don't even know what that means. Quality mode with 30 FPS and 4K resolution. Uh, and it also says PS4 Pro improved the 30 FPS cap on PS4 Pro. Also, <laughs> introducing new networking, utilizing the EOS solution. Can you help me understand what these mean? No clue. <laughs> okay. EOS well, solution, whatever. I have no idea. The 30 <laughs>
1: FPS, it just cracked me up because, like, what?
0: <laughs> improved the 30 FPS cap. So. I guess that means it's a more stable 30 FPS.
1: Where are they from again?
0: What, Techland? Mm-hmm. Polish? Isn't so there
1: could be a language thing, improve the yeah, 30 FPS be. instead of <laughs> raise the 30 FPS cap? I, I don't
0: know. It's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't get it. Well, whatever it is, they're improved. <laughs> <laughs> they're new they, and improved.
1: They're doing something. Um, they're which, doing something. Yeah, which is yeah. crazy.
0: It's cool. Yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: I think yeah. it's neat. Yeah, I
0: yeah, know. I think it's really neat too. It's another company that I don't feel bad supporting, even if uh, their games could use more polish.
1: Yeah, I was really upset with... Um, <clears throat> with Dying Light 2 originally, but again, the amount of time and everything I put into yeah, it, like yeah. whatever. It's, uh, yeah. it, it was well worth the money regardless. I, I couldn't yeah. have recommended it to anybody because yeah. of the, the, the state it was
0: in, but in reality, it was worth playing. Cool upgrade. Very neat. Uh, very, very neat. Uh, so, on to our final topic, which is number 10. This is a little little left field House of the Dead remake coming to Nintendo Switch in April. Uh, Again, this is off IGN, and the article reads, After going silent, the shooter remake is coming soon. House of the Dead remake is coming to Nintendo Switch on April 7th. The remake of the 1998 Light Gun shooter was announced for Switch on April 14th last year, meaning developer Megapixel Studio will deliver it exactly 51 weeks later. The game had originally been announced for a 2021 release, but went silent for a time before reappearing today the House of the Dead remake promises updated graphics controls and gameplay plus multiple endings solo and two player modes and new characters that actually sounds pretty cool the trailer below shows most of these changes showcasing a series of gameplay clips from different levels and that's pretty much it yeah I mean I loved it
1: I loved it on arcade you know back uh, back at International Video (laughs) they had this uh, they had that that's awesome yeah that was the only arcade they had was House of the Dead and um yeah it was amazing I loved it and it was a fucking fantastic game. Yeah. PS3, I believe I bought Overkill. House okay. Of the Dead, Overkill
0: Edition. I never tried that one. Well, I bought the Move. Oh, I wonder if it's actually the same as the Wii one, though. Because I played one on Wii. Was and that's it, around the same time as PS3, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think so. so. Um, it was uh, sort of grindhousey ish Yeah. Like, it was weird. Um, I think it was around the, t- the time that uh, Grindhouse might have come out, actually. Um, It would make sense. And it had a very similar style to, uh, what was the other one? The George Romero one. It was Grindhouse Mm -hmm. and... Oh, man. Zombie one. not sure. But it had a super similar feel. No. No, no. Um, Super similar feel to it, to this. Like, sort of retro-y, I don't know, semi-goofy, but, I don't know. Over the top, but fun. Yeah. And, like, lots of... Like I don't know. The overkill edition I think was like the eighteen plus version or something. Which, okay. I mean should be eighteen plus anyways, but Yeah. Um there were tits and stuff and like weird yeah, yeah, yeah. weird shit. It yeah. just was like
0: okay. Um, I almost thought they were pretty good at their jump scares too.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was super fun. And um again I had bought the move, so I bought a gun and everything and like slapped it all together and dude, it was amazing. I had yeah. a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This could be cool.
2: Uh could be cool. I mean
0: me too I had a lot of fun With the Wii version With my brother Yeah, right. yeah. Although I originally Played it in arcades And I, I think it was What was that bar called? It was When I was um, Being Is truant The right word? Truant from uh, college? Don't know like, it was when I was skipping classes from college and failing my college degree. Mm. I was going to the bar. It was really embarrassing, man. This is an interesting period in my life. But so I think going... you shouldn't be talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to the bar at, like, two in the afternoon, getting completely shit-faced instead of going to class, and the bar was right beside a video arcade, mm. and the arcade had House of the Dead and Time Crisis, but uh, those were the big ones. Mm. It was called... Man... I keep wanting to say Golfamax, but that's absolutely not Golfamax. Was it in Dorval, or...? No, no, no. It was at Dawson College. It was uh, Alexa, oh. Alexis Neon right beside Dawson College.
1: Oh, so... What um, was called? called? Oblitz? No, no, no so that's on
0: St. Catherine's. No, that's also on St. Catharines. This was in Alexis Neon.
1: Oh, inside... Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. We used to go there all the time, too. I um, think you
0: knew a couple of the people I used to drink with, actually.
1: <laughs> possible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah,
0: it's really. I'm, I want to
1: say typhoons. It wasn't. It was like ty- no, no, it wasn't I typhoons. Like um, no, I know exactly God what you're talking it, about. Though it yeah. was a lounge.
0: Yes, lounge. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Lounge. <laughs> Spent exactly. lots of time at lounge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think that's where I played House mm-hmm. of the Dead. Yeah, because yeah. they had an arcade side. Exactly. Um, it was the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. In so far as Drinking at 2 o'clock In the afternoon When you're skipping classes Can be the best mm-hmm. It was the best Yeah and they also Didn't
1: <laughs> like card there Either No um, yeah. They were pretty weird And uh, grimy uh, That was fun times Yeah Yeah. Anyways I remember House
0: of the Dead Very fondly from that uh, That year uh, Oh my god We'll see man <laughs> That's
1: been uh, Dude Like Blast from the past there. Holy <laughs> shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Apology. I
0: can't believe we remembered the name.
1: Yeah, no, I'm kind of surprised by that.
0: I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, I mean, that that's pretty much all I got for you uh, mm, yep, this week. Yep, what yep. do you think? Should we wrap it up? I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, thank you everybody for listening. Take care. Hope you found something to enjoy.
1: Catch you next time.